everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the dumbest part of your day. This is Common Man and T-Bone. I wouldn't go out of my way to kill it, but like, you know, a little tiny goldfish in a bowl, they don't live long, right? Oh, I see. You're I'd saying... feed it every day. I would do what you need okay. to do, and that, okay. that would be the end of that's, it. When it dies, right. it dies. That's right, Yvonne Drago. I agree <laughs> with you. That's right. If, if he, he dies, dies, he dies. Right. Featuring Panama Ted. Shut up, Ted! Five-minute delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork? And random sounds from the internet. Yes, sir! Shavaka do. You want to sack? The guy is drunk! Watch your profanity. Would you not eat my pants? Ah! This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Happy Friday! Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. We have... Degenerate T-Bone coming up at 4.48. Tool yes. of the week in the 5 o'clock hour. Send in your Twitter tools now. At Man and Bone 971, your chance to win fabulous prizes. And as we speak, mm-hmm. we're going to do all three hours today. Yeah. On the start of English Premier League football. Oh, yeah. Because it just started. My team against Teddy's team. How about that? Mon Gunners. Let's go. Teddy's team it's, Arsenal looks like they put a red sock in with their laundry. Yeah, they have a pink. <laughs> they have a pink jersey. What happened there? That's uh, their alternate. Their their away. Their change uniform. So yeah, that's nice. And then your uh, Crystal Palace. Yes, Crystal Palace. Let's go. Big year for Palace this year. Bone. You think so? Yeah. They're gonna get it done. How's uh, Patrick Vieira doing as oh, the manager? You like you Meredith like Vieira's doing fantastic. <laughs> I've always had a thing for her. Yeah, you know what? I have too. She's all right. I think she's up there now, Bone. You know what? Though, We're picturing her from twenty years ago. I think she's. You know what? I'm uh, going to see what Mary's doing. Somebody right wipe now. her ass at this see point. What, Mar- <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm going to say she needs some assistance. She can't be that. She's old. got a home health care worker. I'm going to say she's barely in her sixties. Meredith Vieira? Yeah. I'm saying she's at least seventy. At least seventy years all right, old. She's sixty-eight. All so right, not right. barely in her sixties. Ah, you know what? I'd still shoot my shot. How's you it would? going? Yeah, why not? All right. She always had a, you know, an older. Ah, that's enough of that. All right, good. I like. Uh, here's I what like did to it for work me. my way into the getting fired. I don't want to do it in the first segment. <laughs> here's what did it for me with her: the glasses. Like she would she just. She had the a uh, little bit of a. Uh, I was going to say like, you know, sexy librarian thing. Yeah. Right. Right. Where I feel like I would ask her for a book, and she would be like, "I'm not sure where that is," but. Um, let me grab your hand here, and I'll take you <laughs> back to the back, and we'll show you what's going on in the back we'll of the library. The private stock. But then, disappointingly, I would get there, and it's just reference books, and she's like, actually, look in here. It should tell you. Now, I'll see you later. Uh, Browns plan to play Deshaun Watson mm-hmm. in the preseason. Yeah. They open against the Jags next Friday. Reports circulating about the suspension deal that he turned down from the NFL. We'd heard about this uh, before the ruling even took place, that... This was on the table, a 12-game suspension. The NFL, of course, was going for an indefinite suspension of at least one year. 
they apparently went to Deshaun Watson's people and the PA and said, here is our settlement offer. 12 games and the fine would also be 8 to $10 million. And he turned that down. So, well, go ahead. I didn't mean no, to I was, I was going to say, now it looks like with this appeal process and, you know, Roger Goodell essentially it, it, taking advantage of the power that he was given by the players. As icky as I think all of this is, you have a system, you appointed a judge, the judge ruled. I still can't believe the Players Association signed a CBA where this is possible. Where Roger Goodell could just look at it and say, nope, didn't get the punishment I want, do over. But that's what's happened. It looks like best case scenario now. Best case scenario is a 12-game suspension. Well, right. I mean, I think that's an easy leap to make in logic to say this is what Roger Goodell and the NFL thought was appropriate from the start. That's why they offered it to him. He said, no, thanks. I'm going to go through the process. I always wonder, because I don't think Roger Goodell... As much as I don't like a lot of things that Roger Goodell does, I don't think he's stupid. You know, I think there no, are. I don't think he's stupid. I think there are things that he does sometimes that seem stupid, and that's because the owners want him to do it. And that's kind of what I thought here a little bit was: do the owners just do they want him to throw out their entire CBA process that was all bargained for? Presumably, they put that in there to say, "Look, players." We are being fair. We're not being just, we're not going to railroad you the first time you come to us and have an issue and you might get suspended. We're going to abide by this process. And one of the first chances he has to prove, all right, we're going to respect the independent arbiter and we're going to actually have this process be legit. He throws it all out the window. And I thought maybe he's doing that because he's trying, or the owners rather, are sending a message to the Haslams to say, you're stupid and we're going to destroy you for this. We're going to mess with you as much as we can. Maybe that is it. But now I'm starting to wonder if perhaps Roger Goodell is doing this because, and the the owners too, are saying, hey, we plan on offering settlements to players before arbitration when you have an, a punishment, right? We, we are planning to do that going forward. And if we offer you a settlement, you better take it. Because if you don't, yeah, we may do something worse, like a year suspension. Or, or maybe it won't be that, but maybe the money is even higher than this $10 million. Now, all these numbers we've heard, like around 12 games and $10 million, I mean, we already got six. So you would assume if they're appealing this, they're not doing it. They're not going, they're not throwing this whole process out to get two more games for them, right? I would think that. They're, they're doing this because they want to get a significant monetary penalty and probably at least double the games, would be my guess, uneducated as it is. But I wonder if it's not also to say, Next time we offer settlements to you as a player, you better take it because look what happened to Deshaun Watson. He didn't take their settlement and he got a worse punishment because they can just do that with the CBA. I am so sick of talking about this. Oh, I am too, I man. Trust me. This. It's I been am. so long. When did they sign him? When was that? Or trade for him and then sign him? March? Yeah, it March was or April? back in March. Or, I mean, I mean, I'm it, was, just, it was a while ago. It seems ago. like 11 years ago. I'm just so tired of it. By the way, you can't script this. The city of Cleveland is playing host to the American Massage Therapist Annual Convention later this month. Michael Phelps is going to be the keynote speaker. That music for the unfortunate for timing. Phelps. Yes, not for Michael Phelps. No, of but I, I'm just saying, like this, this union, American Massage Therapist Group, they have come out on multiple occasions against Deshaun Watson. Well, you know why? I'm guessing. I don't know anything about massage therapy other than I've had massages occasionally and they feel fine. 
but I would guess that massage therapists and especially people who join this organization are saying there are a lot of stigmas about our profession that perf- that persist right through people when someone says, oh, I went to a massage parlor, you know, and it's like, oh, did you, huh? What happened there? Burp, burp, burp. Like all those jokes to get made, those people actually do this for a living and they're saying, that's that's not what I do. I went to school to learn how to do this. I'm not, there's no, there's no improprieties going on. And then one of the biggest stories in the NFL offseason basically says, Deshaun Watson thought it was okay to ask everybody who gave him a massage to have sex with him. And half the NFL like fan base is like, yeah, it totally makes sense. Doesn't everybody do that? So I could see why the massage therapy people would be outraged and say, that's not what we do. We actually just try to do medical treatments on your muscles to help them feel better. You dope. I'm surprised they didn't move the convention, quite honestly. And the reason I brought up Michael Phelps as the keynote speaker, because when I first read this, it's like, well, I don't know how many, you know, American massage, therapeutic massage groups there are. This could be five people at a folding table. It's obviously not. It's, it's not. You've got right. thousands of people. If you're getting Michael Phelps to this. come out and speak, you're right. Right. Yeah. And, and Michael Phelps is there, I assume, to talk about the benefits of therapeutic massage. And I assume he's probably going to bring up cupping. You remember he, that? He will. Yes, I'm sure he will bring up I, cupping. I will never forget the first time, because that was the first time I had understood that was a like a technique that was used in massage therapy, is where they'll like, if you've not seen that, where they take a little glass cup more or less and they put some substance on your skin i want to say and then there's a a heating element that goes in there where they light a little match and then that causes there's a a vacuum quality a vacuum to form and it suctions this cup to your skin and then that pulls the blood up to the surface and i guess it helps with i don't know relieving pain or something but remember when he would like hop in the pool and you would see like 18 dots all over his shoulders first time we ever saw anything like that so a lot of people had to look up what the hell was going on but you're right the olympic swimmers you'll see the the markings the circular markings on their body yeah i mean obviously i'm guessing everyone does that because it helps but it yeah the first time i saw that i thought what happened to him did he get sick did we does he have like i don't know smallpox or something i didn't know what was going on all of them had it yes and then we yes you saw very quickly it was all over the place but yeah, I I am guessing that massage therapist group uh they they would be the worst group to have in that city, right? It's not just people who have worked in the industry, it's probably one of the leading groups in that industry who have fought against all these stereotypes about massage which are horrible and wrong. And now you have the face of the other side of that, one of the guys who has perpetuated the idea that you go to a massage to ask for sex and the NFL team is basically like, yeah, it's cool. We don't care. You can throw touchdowns that I, it's a PR nightmare, right? Like, and the Browns, I'm sure d- d- horrified by all this too, even though not horrified enough to not have him on your team. It's just terrible timing for them because now that keeps the issue front and center in Cleveland. Oddly enough though, at the massage therapist annual convention, everybody shows up dressed like Yoda or a star Wars character. <laughs> Like, it's, like Comic-Con. It's still, right, it's Massage-Con, but the con part is all they well, focus on. I mean, if you're going to gather, why can't you have fun when you gather? That's right. You should dress up. I'll tell you what. If I walked into a uh, massage session yeah, and some like somebody who was the size and shape of Yoda was there to do a massage, I would say, well, I'm in the, I'm in the master's hands right now. I'm going to let that happen. What if Meredith Vieira was there oh, well, to do your massage? I would... I would Assume, I would hope that, no, that wouldn't happen. How dare you? What would happen is, my first question would be, when did you take up this profession? Because 
I was not aware you were doing this type of thing, but are you licensed? Are you good at this? Meredith Vieira is good at everything. That's true. She is. News. Who wants to be a millionaire? That's right. She's done it all. American treasure. Meredith Vieira. That's right. Uh, Dick Masheter Ford fan poll. Turn this music off. I can't concentrate. Dick Mort's Masheter Ford fan poll. Which of the following sports events would you most like to attend? Final Four, Olympics, Super Bowl, World Cup. I've been to a Final Four. I have no desire to do it again unless the Buckeyes are playing in it. Super Bowl I've been to. I have no desire to do it again even if my favorite team is playing in it. Uh, Olympics, I don't know. I guess. It depends on what event it is. Like Metal Night with the swimming? Maybe. Yeah, right. That'd be pretty cool. I would do that. Uh, like opening, closing ceremonies? No, I don't care. You know what mine would be. You know, if I had to choose, though, it would probably be the World Cup. Yeah, mine. I've never been to a World Cup game. Well, I I think that would be awesome. I plan on, you know, four years from now when it comes here, I want to take like two weeks off and go. Oh, I, I know. I'm, I know you're going to be useless. <laughs> I don't well, No, but I'm saying I don't just want to go to the U.S. national team games, though. That would be a thrill to get to go to one of those. I'll go to any of them. Like, I just, I want to experience all the different cultures and people that will be traveling to the U.S. to watch these games. Yeah. Now, do I necessarily want to go to Qatar for that? No, but that's because I'm not a big fan of the location and some of the rules they're going to have in place. I don't like that. But no, if I could just pick a random event, it would definitely be World Cup. Nobody believes in Tom Brady. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for slowdowns on I-71 southbound at Weber Road. An accident blocking the right shoulder, causing some heavy backups. You'll also find an accident blocking the left lane of Route 315 northbound after Bethel Road. Emergency crews on scene. Please use extra caution. This traffic report is sponsored by BP. When you sign up for BP Me Rewards, you can get five cents off every gallon of gas every time at BP and Annika stations. To go on to reach yourself, download BP Me Rewards and start saving today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Objects in radio may be dumber than they appear. This is Man and Bone. Gonna take some gasoline, burn her house down. You know, Tom Brady's 45. Yeah. And we've been waiting for this guy to jump the shark for the last eight years, probably. Right? Yep. And it hasn't happened so far. Eventually it will. But the betters at Caesars Sportsbook think that this is going to be the year. Well, maybe not necessarily that he takes a crap. But they're not predicting a very good season for Tampa Bay. So the Buccaneers' win total, over-under win total at Caesars, is 11.5. According to the Caesars people, 87.8% of the action on that line has been the under. Wow. I You know what, though? I get it because... The argument with Tom Brady is always, well, he's going to fall off at some point. And then people like you and me who do this for a living will say, yeah, but it uh, hasn't happened yet. So it's not like, I mean, 
I, we all know it will happen, but every time we predict against this guy, he goes out and you know defies the odds more or less. But you know there will come a time where someone will be right on that. If you say it every single year, eventually he can't play forever. No, he's and if you listen to him now, you know he's not even pretending that he's going to play much longer. I, I'm surprised he came back. I really am. He retired. I think maybe he was taken by surprise how little he had in his life that interested him. But if you listen to him now, he says pretty much every single time he opens his mouth, yeah, you know, it's not as easy as it used to be. You know, it's not going to last forever and blah. He's almost in that mindset now. Right. Where in years past before the season, it was him going on Instagram saying, I'm just as fast now as I was at the combine. Right. Watch me. Look how far I can throw this ball right now. You haven't seen any of that this offseason. No, he feels like. I mean, again, I'm I'm just guessing, looking from the outside in, how I would feel if I were in his shoes. It almost feels like he got out of it for a hot second, thought, "No, I I missed this. I, I it's unfamiliar territory, right? Not having something to do in the off season, not getting ready for the next thing." He's in his adult life, he's never done that, right? Ever since he was in junior high or earlier, he was preparing for football season. Now he doesn't have to as a 45 year old man. It probably terrified him. He jumped back into what was familiar, and I'm guessing now if you could get him to give the truth, he would say, yeah, I I regret doing this, and I only have one more year in me. I'm not going to tell anybody that yet, but... That's why he's got the broadcast thing lined up. Right. I've got to psych myself into another year because I committed to it, and I'm not backing out of it. That would be horrible, right, for everyone involved. I would tarnish his legacy almost irreparably and irreparably. That's the other word you could use. Anyway, just say it with confidence. (laughs) The point is, I bet he is sitting there thinking, like telling, he's trying to convince himself he doesn't feel feel that way. But by the time December, January rolls around, even if they're in the playoff hunt, he probably will have it settled in his mind. Okay, I did that once. I'm not doing it again. I'm retiring and it will be a firm retirement this time. And I know now I've got something else to do. Last time he didn't have anything lined up. Now he does. To put it in perspective, I don't know why I have to convince you that Tom Brady's good. I mean, the guy's won seven Super Bowls. He's the greatest of all time. But he's had 21 seasons as a starting quarterback. How many of those 21 seasons did he win 12 or more games? Now, last year, of course, was the first time that it was a 17-game season. But for every other year, 16-game season, 21 years as a starter, how many times did he win 12 or more games? I mean, I'm guessing like... 18 of them? 14 times. Oh, I thought well, I was going to okay. boggle your mind with 14. Well, it's still but, good. Well, it's, of course it's still good. Yeah. I'm just saying like... Who wouldn't sign up for a 12-4 and four back when it was a 16-game season every single year for their team? Right. I, I, anybody would, man. Tom Brady is, yes, unfortunately, as much as I don't like to admit it because I'm not a like huge fan of his, he is the greatest we've ever seen well, watch who, this, who play this game. at this point? Is there anybody you're really super... Like, if Peyton Manning had won seven Super Bowls, would you be thrilled with him, too? No. Unless you're rooting for a guy, you're jealous of the greatness. And I guess with Tom Brady, there's a little extra there because he's a Michigan guy. I understand that. I'm trying to think even of who the guys are in sports that I'm... Like, the persons. You know, a singular person that I'm rooting for. One would be, I guess, in basketball. I do like John Morant. I'd like, I'd be... I'm rooting for him to be an all-time But John Morant's a relatively young player. He's got a long time to disappoint you. Yeah, that's right. He will. He probably will. But I'm just saying, yeah, I'll try to think of other ones. Ted, do you have any players that you're rooting for at this stage in life? Like I, I have one 
I can readily think of. I mean, of. the way it usually goes, if they're super great and they don't play for your team, you're just jealous and bitter that this person didn't play for your team. Are you talking about guys that aren't on your team? Yes, yeah, yes, not on yes. your team. Okay. Okay. Yeah, team. you have a okay. bunch of guys on your team you're rooting for, yeah. obviously. Because like the guy I think was like Joey Votto. I, I'm you know root yeah, for him, course. but he's on yes, my team. Yes, yeah. right. Yeah, I'm just saying. That's a, a thing. When I was a kid, I used to watch other teams and go, like when I was a kid, Barry Sanders. I, I didn't root for the Lions, but I thought, Barry Sanders, I hope I hope he keeps being awesome, and I hope he wins something. If my team can't, and they couldn't, then I would hope he would. I don't have a lot of those guys anymore. I don't know why that is. I'm trying to think who, if there's anybody I was like that with. I mean, there were players I admired, players that I wished were Not on players I wanted over my own expense, right? But just guys that I watched from afar and admired and said, that dude's really talented. The only guys, you know, for me would be, I mean, I know you guys don't believe in this a lot of times, but rooting for Ohio State guys in the pros. No, but he was your guy. Well, that, but, I'm saying that doesn't even count because you had the affinity at some yes, point. Yeah, okay. one point. Yeah, so that doesn't even guy. count. Like, no. Justin, I'm, okay. rooting, I'm rooting for Justin like Justin Fields. Fields, I was thinking of, of him. Of course, yeah. yeah. I'm rooting for him to because I kind of feel like he's gotten screwed over by narratives, and I hate that, right? I hate when guys just get right out of the gate. It's like, is that his fault? I don't know. But I don't always root for every Ohio State player ever that goes on. I am rooting for him. But again, yeah. I rooted for him here. That's why. I'll probably root for C.J. Stroud when he leaves, depending on what his situation is, where he goes. I'll probably root for him to do well and kind of disprove that narrative. Bone, the trading card business is hot money. I'm Another uh, Hannes Wagner or Honas mm. Wagner T206 baseball card has just sold at auction. For seven point two five million dollars, the Lord. amount Honas played in the early part of the twentieth century. He was born, I want to say, in eighteen seventy something, sixty something. Yeah, okay, that makes. I mean, yeah, you'd have to. He's playing early nineteen hundreds. Yeah, if you were to tell Honas Wagner that a, a cardboard picture with his face on it that came with a package of tobacco would be selling for millions every time one of these hits the market it's millions of dollars it would just boggle his mind right i don't know if there are any living relatives of honas out there but perhaps they should get a cut of this Maybe let's say robert wagner the actor <laughs> is he related to i honas? don't know but let's say that they are maybe that's his grandfather or great grand because robert wagner is probably 80 years old yeah, right? yeah, I think he actually he's older than that. He's ninety two. Ninety two. Yeah, well, that was a long time since he drowned Natalie Wood and didn't tell anybody about it. <laughs> wow, breaking news. Right, maybe. Anyway, don't you think that family should get a little cut of this money? Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I I you know it's weird because obviously at the time, no one in their right mind thought of name, image, and likeness when it came to a tobacco baseball card. Right. That's why those things are so rare. Is because they came in packages of, of tobacco or other products like, you know, bubble gum, things like that. They would throw a baseball card in with and then it flipped over to where you would put a piece of gum with the baseball cards. And now you just get baseball cards and stand in line for hours and sweat your ass off waiting in the middle of a mire. Sounds <laughs> like you've done that, that before. Maybe. The point is, I there's no way anyone at that time could have known that that would be worth something. And I think that's a very interesting aspect of how humans are because for sure, Mike, right now, in your house or my house or someone listening to us's house, there are items that 100 years from now, if our family kept them, 
they would be worth probably billions by that point if the way inflation's going, yeah, who right? Who knows? You're right. There's something in our house right now that we probably all have. Yeah, but it would take everybody else to throw that stuff away. Yes. If and we all kept it, it's not going to be worth anything. And why are we all throwing it away? Because it's probably disregarded like right now as being something mostly useless, not sentimental, not something a lot of people found. I did my part. Oh, throwing stuff I away. I threw all my stuff yeah, away to help right. you guys. That's what I mean. I threw it all out. Yeah, now I'm just trying to think of what that... Like, all right, like KitchenAid mixers. Everyone knows those things are, like, expensive and nice. So someone might say, oh, I bet it's those. It might be. But you know what else it might be? Is, like, this certain brand of spatula that it ends up turning out later was like, oh, yeah. The, the hot spatula market? The way they made that. Oh, yeah. They don't make them like that Can't anymore. Can't get a burger flipper like that anymore. <laughs> right. By the way, Honas Wagner... February 24th, 1874. Birthday? when he was born. Okay. Yeah. Died in 1955 at the age of 81. Career batting average of 329. Hall of Famer. 3,430 hits. Will that, will that do? That's, that's pretty good. 722 stolen bases. You look at a picture. Just go to Wikipedia. Look at a picture of this guy. If, you've, if you don't know who Honus Wagner is, you know maybe you're not a, a scholar of old-timey baseball stuff. He, if you were to cast a movie for an old-timey baseball guy, you would cast Honus Wagner. Oh, yeah. Just the he, way he looks. If, am I wrong? He's got a little bit of an Aaron Kraft quality to him there. Just a smidge. Looks like Not in the one I'm looking at here. Really? He looks like an old railroad worker. And this is from 1903. See, the one I'm looking at, he's, well, he's got like rosy cheeks. That's what I was thinking of in the one I'm looking I'm, at. I got a black and white photo. Oh, you got know. a photo. I'm looking at the illustration. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, you're looking at a photo. Yeah, you're looking at a smooth oh, cartoon Oh, yeah, never mind. I see Come the, on. yeah, the photo. I, <laughs> Come on. Yeah, that's. He's that's, pounding that's, railroad strikes. Well, how old was he then? 50? I think he, did he play right until he died? Because this one I'm looking at, he looks like he was 50. Uh, trades are good for business. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Still watching an accident blocking the right lane of Route 315 northbound after Bethel Road. There are emergency crews on scene trying to get things clear. Please be very careful. Keep an eye out for those crews. Plan on some stop-and-go delays. This traffic report is sponsored by Family Dollar. At Family Dollar, they got more of what you want for back to school. Take start your day the right way with cereals from General Mills, Post, and Kellogg's. Fall back into fashion with a huge selection of apparel and footwear for the entire family. Family Dollar, helping you do more. Help me an array with fan traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. These guys are a big deal, and by big deal, I mean cheap and fat. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Friday. Tool of the Week is coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. Send in your Twitter tools now, at Man and Bone 971 your chance to win fabulous prizes. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by Hinder Motorsports. Mm. Right here on the fan. Uh, trades are good for business. I saw that Major League Baseball's digital platforms drew 11.5 million article views on Tuesday, the highest single-day number in its 22-year history. Is uh, that th- good? This capped a record-setting 30-day stretch of 110 million views 
from July 30th to August 2nd, a 17% increase over the previous high water mark for MLB.com and the MLB app. I have, I never understood for years, forever, why Major League Baseball would hold their trading deadline at midnight. Oh, on the right. last day of yeah, July. That doesn't make sense. I, I never I never understood that. You should put your trade deadline, you know, like they had it this year at six PM or at three PM, like other sports do it. You've got more people aware. They're sitting at their computers during business hours, looking at these trades coming in, reading about the trades. What would happen before for a deadline move? You would go to bed. Yeah, and, and then the you next would day. read about it in the morning. That takes all the drama and fun out of it. Right. Well, and, and again, that didn't matter until probably 10 or 15 years ago. As far as probably still to Major League Baseball, for the most part, they would say, well, our fan base will either watch you know, some of the news on late Sports Center, or they'll get the paper in the morning, or they'll check their email and see some kind of newsletter. But that obviously has changed. Everybody now the number one thing they are looking for, whether you write for a newspaper or not, they're looking for how can we drive traffic to our website, to our digital properties. No, I know that, but even back in the day, let's go back 25 years ago, all right? You're telling me if you have your deadline at 6 p.m. or 3 p.m., ESPN wouldn't put together some sort of big deadline show for you? They got yeah, people right. jumping around on pogo sticks on ESPN2 today. <laughs> Today's the Ocho Day, yes. They got they're... nothing to do. They'd give you a huge they'd give you a huge 4-hour block of programming on ESPN. Even 25 years ago they would have done that. Yeah, that's probably fair. But I'm guessing back then the impetus wasn't there enough for Major League Baseball cuz they'd say, "Well, we're still relatively big and everything is still just massive, so we're yeah, we're baseball. We don't change just because Sports Center wants to do some special." Now, I think there's been an admission clearly that Major League Baseball realizes, oh, yeah, we are failing at attracting the next generation of fans. And if we don't start to course correct, we're going to have problems. Now, I'm not saying they've made a bunch of great decisions in that way. A lot of them have been, you know, misses as far as when they've tried to do something, they have failed. But the idea of them speeding up games, that's not just because everybody wants to get home earlier. It's because they know our attention spans in general as humans and certainly under 35, 25, those groups, the attention span is lower and lower. See, now you've aggravated me. Why? We're having a happy-go-lucky conversation about clicks and now you're going to talk to me about attracting the younger generation because you know I have thoughts on this. Yeah. A million thoughts on this. The and gimmicks that they put the that's, well, right. They've, that's they've not going to attract a younger uh, generation. No, but I'm saying they've done all of that. I hate it in an effort to try to attract younger viewers. The reality is, the thing you need to do is make baseball baseball. Well, like that, you, that's, you need the, to, that's the thing. You You're need exactly to let right. baseball be what it is, and then as the younger generation who's been raised on the NFL, the NBA, arena sports, where you walk in and everything's just blaring at you a hundred miles an hour no, the entire you time don't need that you walk into a they should they should pipe in the sounds of a meadow like butterflies and little birds chirping when you go to a baseball stadium they should be like we're the complete opposite what year is of it? everything yes you're, you're gonna forget what year is it you're gonna forget about you know polio and the wastewater and monkey pox and all the other crap that we have going on when you walk into a baseball park it's gonna be, be like field of dreams where you forget what year it is and maybe dead people come out of the corn it, it boggles me. It boggles my mind. Major League Baseball has all these problems. It's like McDonald's. Uh, let's say their hamburgers are bad and their customer service is bad. So what do they do to fix the problem? Add more salads. No! 
No, no, you go back to Fix what you do. Fix those basic things and do them well. That's the problem with Major League Baseball. They are not doing baseball well. It's not we need ghost runners in the 10th inning. It's, it's not we need more home run derbies to settle things in extras. It's not that at all. They're just not doing the baseball part of it well. Right, but that's that's just it. The whole thing you were talking about with the trade deadline that we got off on this tangent, that is for years baseball would say, we don't change because we're baseball and we're we're intractable. We don't move on anything. Fine. That's you're you're allowed to to try to do that, but there are reasonable movements and changes you could make that would not affect that what year is it stuff, right? You should have the app be as good as it can be. You should have video highlights all over YouTube. I am not saying you're not modern. What I'm saying is they did those things and then they put Wrigleyville on the Cubs uniforms and they've, you know, they've, they've done so many other things where they're like, what, what do you want kids? Anything. We'll do whatever you want. That is not necessarily what it is either. You've got to make slight modernizations that make sense. Yes. Make comfortable walkways in the ballparks to where you don't feel like the concrete's going to fall and hit you in the head. But uh, but you don't need a DJ playing before no. the baseball Breaking game. Breaking news. They have Wi-Fi at Colonial Williamsburg. Yes. You can um, order exactly your tickets right. online or through your phone at yes, Colonial Williamsburg. That's right. But when you go there, you're lost in the time period. They want you to think that you're right back there. That's what Major League Baseball should be doing. Everybody was praising the Field of Dreams game last year in Iowa. And from a visual standpoint, it was great. But I think they didn't go far enough. Because you got everybody wearing old-timey clothes, old-time uniforms, all of that. And what did we still have? Walk-up music. Yeah, right. It should be organs. Yes, of course. All you hear are baseball organs and really make people think at least for two to three hours, that the outside world doesn't exist. Yeah, you want to get lost in something. Oh, what? and improve your gameplay and all that, too. I mean, that goes without saying, but it's harder to control those things. I get it. Well, wh- right. Again, my kids play Roblox. They love that game. You know what all, You know what Roblox is? It's just a different reality. Like, they, they go in there, and they... I'm not... I know that sounds like every generation with video games, but I'm saying Super Mario Brothers was a different reality, too. But I was playing a plumber who was fighting turtles and mushrooms and was weird. Now, what they are doing is literally walking around and building a place to live. And they play little games that are basically like tag. I mean, kids at a young age are inundated with the idea that reality is boring and you don't like it. So go and get on social media. Go get on other stuff. That's what you really need. When you go into a baseball stadium that looks like it's from... Uh, the 1930s, whatever, that's going to shock your system a bit to say, wow, this is so different than anywhere else. It's like going else. to Disney World. Yeah. You get a, you get lost in the immersive aspect of it and say, you know what, maybe I don't need to have my phone out right now. I'm just having a blast sitting here and, oh, look at that, peanuts for 50 cents, a Coke for a dollar, like or whatever, and like if, beers if for $2. I'm, if you think we're overstating that's, this. I'm saying that's the market you go after is come here and you don't, have any of this commercialism that you're used to seeing out there in here it's a lot simpler and slower paced if you think we're overstating this why do you go sit in a line that's 32 cars long at chick-fil-a is it because it's the greatest chicken sandwich in the world i'm sure some of you think so or you've convinced yourself that it is but a lot of you keep going back because people smile at you and make you feel good that's right now maybe it's artificial whatever but it doesn't matter 
You like the my pleasure. You like the smiles. You like all of that. You are going for the experience even more than you're going for the chicken sandwich. Yeah, and then at some point, if every other NBA, NFL, everyone is like, you know what? No ads in ours either. And, and, and by the way, we're cutting out the music too. Then at some point, you have to change again. Like differentiation does make you stand out in a marketplace. But right now, baseball has the, the ultimate differentiation, which is we're the old-timey fun game that you can just go and enjoy, and you really don't have to sit there and be a hardcore fan to enjoy this game. You don't have to play fantasy sports to enjoy this game. You can just go, pop down. It's a cheap ticket. It's every day. Immerse yourself when in our sport. people started buying vinyl again, you know, they the, the manufacturers of these turntables are like, well, we're... They're buying our stuff now. We get, we're going to give them the vinyl, and we're going to give them all the streaming stuff in one box. Right? right. You can play yeah. your records. You can stream your music. You can do all this. They were selling record players for the 21st century. And you know what? Nobody bought them. People said, I don't want to stream my music. I, I bought this to play my vinyl. Yeah. I don't need to. I have another thing I can stream my music on. I want this old-timey thing. I want to get lost in 1964. That's what I want to do right now. I'm fully aware that I can stream something in Dolby Atmos sound on my streamer on my phone. I don't want that. Yeah. And and baseball, unfortunately, has not gotten that. I mean, again, I like some of the things baseball's done, but most of them have been failures, and that's that's why. The Angels did something last night that's really hard to do. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find some ramp restrictions and accident blocks the left lane of the ramp to westbound I-70 from southbound 270. Please be very careful in this area as traffic begins to build. You'll also find an accident on Route 315 northbound after Bethel Road. Still working to get this clear. This traffic report is sponsored by Dairy Queen. DQ presents how to experience the new DQ Reese's Take 5 Blizzard. First, see and smell the Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, Caramel, Peanuts, and Pretzels. And finally, taste it. The new Reese's Take 5 Blizzard, DQ Happy Taste Good. Elmy and Array with fan traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Did you feel that? It's your radio getting fatter. Getting fatter. Chubby time. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Friday. Check out the podcast. Wherever you get your audio, Apple, Spotify, Google, just search Common Man and T-Bone. You'll see our cartoon faces pop up. Click. Subscribe. Every single show comes right to your device free of charge, including some of the little extras that we don't have on the air. Like the flashback episodes. Teddy, did you do a flashback episode for this weekend? Yes, I did. Would you like to tell us what it is, <laughs> oh, Teddy? <yeah. laughs> well, uh, one of the uh, flashbacks on there is you guys, well, Bone quizzing you on like band names. Is this a band name or you know, real band name or not? Okay. It doesn't sound that exciting, but it's pretty interesting. All right. It's, it's oh, funny. Boy. So. All right. Well, I'll Thanks take for selling it. it, Ted. And you also talk about how much... <laughs> You hate your hated your own wedding, I believe, is what it was. I did. Or I'm hate, sure yeah. my wife would love to listen to that one. <laughs> so go subscribe to the podcast. It's also Tool of the Week Friday. Send in your Twitter tools now at Man and Bone nine seven one. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. 
The Guardians lose to the Astros last night. Justin Verlander is a freak of nature. I want to remind you, this guy is 39 years old. Yep. He is 39. He is now 15-3 and three with a 173 Good this Lord. season. Of course, remember last season, he didn't really pitch at all. I think he had one appearance yeah, last season right. because he was hurt. And a lot of people saying, well, he's, he's done. He's sure. finished. He's old and Understandable, washed up. right? 15-3 with a 173. You can't touch him. No, that's incredible, man. And I'm not... I'm not under the belief that that's built to last, but who cares? Yeah. It's working for him now. Yeah, he's uh, he's had a hell of a career, man, and and deserves every accolade he's going to get once he does retire. But that time is not right now. He will still be going this season and might have a very good chance at setting some other numbers there. Reds in Milwaukee tonight. If you want to watch that one, that is the Apple TV exclusive. Oh, so you'll have to do there that one. Go. go get your Apple TV. Uh, what did I tease? Oh, the Angels did something last night. It never fails. The Angels are terrible. And yet every single time I come in here, it's like, oh, Angels did this. Can't miss. Well, they have so many unique, interesting things happen to them. And yet they continue to lose every single game. Well, because they have a couple of guys. Well, one specifically who we've never seen before, really, in modern baseball. And then when he's healthy, you have Mike Trout as well. Like Shohei Otani and Mike Trout. No, I, I know do that, a lot of things that very few ball players can do. Last night, they hit seven home runs. And lost. Well, that that's right. That's that's the type of record they set. You're they exactly right. They hit seven home runs and lost. They lost the game to the A's, who are also terrible. Ugh. Eight to seven. All seven. Was Adam Dunn playing this game? All seven home runs, solo shots. Mm. That, they lost that eight to seven. That also speaks to the poorness of both rosters, where no one could get on base, but then every once in a while, someone's cur- turning and burning. Shohei had two of them. Yeah, he had right. two home runs, and yet they lost this game. The Chicago White Sox in 2016, my guys, were the only other team to hit seven solo home runs and lose, according to ESPN stats and information. I thought you were going to say they were the only team to hit seven solo home runs in a game, regardless of the outcome. Well, only six teams have hit seven solo homers in a game, win or lose, in Major League Baseball history. You know, it's weird, though, and I know, I know why, because in that case, we're talking about random um well number one it's not a positive right you lost the game yes but also it's a team thing where a bunch of guys did a thing at the same time and it just happens to be weird but if they said perfect game is happening right now tune into this a's game right check out the angels and a's someone's got a perfect game going we'd all be losing our minds what actually happened in that game is rarer than a perfect game by a quite a distance you know so that's I mean, perfect game to me is one of the rarest baseball feats you have, and this thing that you just mentioned has only happened one other time. We talked about Matthew Stafford's elbow pain earlier this week. Sean McVay didn't make anyone feel better about the situation yesterday. He was talking about Matthew Stafford's elbow and said, you know, yeah, it's kind of a a baseball injury, kind of abnormal for a quarterback to be dealing with this. Well, that makes you feel good, doesn't it? (laughs) That's a big problem. Shut him down from most things, hoping they can... You know, get this pain to stop. He's saying if he needed to go, he could go. But this was an issue at the end of last season, and he had to have cortisone injections to deal with it. If you've had all off season, hasn't gotten better. I mean, you have to assume this is a chronic issue for him now. Right? I I would tend to think so. And how old is Stafford now? I mean, he's I know he's, he's not, not he's, he's not thirty four. Yeah, I guess I was going to say he's not young by any stretch of the imagination, but. 
in the world of quarterbacks where you're seeing guys play 36, 37, yeah, 38, on. being all right. Aaron Rodgers is on the magic mushrooms. Tom Brady's 45. Let Justin ask, Verlander's 39 years old. What the hell? Let's go. That's by the way, you brought that up with Aaron Rodgers. Like the fact that man has never failed a drug test is shocking to me because you don't get tattoos like that unless you are doing some drugs. Well, he admitted to it. Yeah. Okay. Right. He yes. admitted to the psychedelic drugs he was on. <laughs> Right. Last year, and I guess the league called him about it. That's good. And said, hey, dude, keep your mouth shut. This is not a good look. Do they test for like LSD? Like if you're well, if you're dropping acid, not I'm LSD. Just, I don't know no, what they test you know what for, I'm, to be you honest. I'm saying like, I know they test for weed or they did and they've kind of backed that off. But and don't get me wrong. Like it has it affected his performance at all? No. Is it a performance enhancing drug to be on like to have a third eye and be on acid? No. It's not a performance enhancement. He thinks it is. No, but we look at who was it that actually did trip LSD and pitched a no hitter or whatever that was. Oh, or was that I, perfect game? I forget who. who Why am I blanking on that? Old pitcher from the seventies. It, it was a perfect game. And yeah, I'm forgetting who it was. All right, but when we talk about that, we're like that is truly one of the most shocking things ever because this man was completely off in another universe. And he pitched a perfect game. Yeah. So if Aaron Rodgers wants to do that on the sideline, while well, I'm not saying you maybe go to the Boys and Girls Club and say, look at Aaron Rodgers. What a great example. It's not helping his performance at all. I don't care if he's doing it. I'm just also pointing out that man has done some drugs. That's what we're saying. We have a Choco Taco update to share with you coming up next. Colin Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a serious accident blocking the right lane of Route 315 northbound after Bethel Road. This crashes on the right side with police and wreckers on scene. Please be very careful. Plan on some stop-and-go delays. This traffic report is sponsored by Fresh Time Market. Get ready for summer at your local Fresh Time Market. This week, save on sweet red cherries. Just $1.99 a pound when you clip the coupon in the My Time app. Now through August 9th, get real. Only an array with fan traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game-changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Just be glad you aren't as stupid as these two. Oh, yes. This, this is Common Man and T-Bone. I want to talk to you about one of my least favorite guys, Chad Johnson, a.k.a. Ocho Senko. Not your guy. A.k.a. Ocho Crapo. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is known for this. You're going to probably say, man, what a good guy he is. He's not a good guy. I see right through his BS. He was at Stephanie's Restaurant in North Carolina. On Wednesday, he left a very generous tip for okay. one of the servers. $1,000. That's very nice. Sure, I'm that sure is. it made that server's day, or if they share tips, it made everybody's day. That's wonderful. We've heard about this stuff in the past, where like Shaq will be in a restaurant, and he'll pay for the entire restaurant's meal. It's a great it's a great gesture. It's great, mate. Look, you got millions of dollars. You know, I don't want to say that's what you should do because it, you know, who am I to tell you how to spend your money? But it's a very nice thing to do. But when Shaq does it or one of these other celebrities, they do it, 
we usually hear about it from some rando person who was on the other end of such a big tip. They'll go on Instagram or social media and say, oh my God, I got $1,000 from Chad Johnson. Isn't that great? This guy's a great guy. Yeah. He left me a $1,000 tip. Yep. But when Chad Johnson does it, he's the one that posts it on Instagram. He took a photo of the receipt. He actually wrote on the receipt, I once scored six touchdowns in Madden using myself. Now, maybe you're saying, oh, Chad Johnson, he's just trying to be funny. Ha ha. What Chad Johnson is actually doing there, he probably waited a couple days to see if this waitress would post it because he didn't just leave a nice tip and that's the end of it. He had to make sure to let this person know that he is Chad Johnson. He is an NFL player. Please do put this on social media. When that person did not, he did it himself. He essentially is just paying for PR. On the other end of this, yes, these people get a $1,000 tip. That's very nice. He's not doing it to be nice. He's doing it to get attention. And I, mean, I hate him for it. He could be doing it to do both, at least, no, right? No, he's not. Well, no, I he's mean... He's paying for PR. He could have... Well, he, yeah, but he could have just paid a PR firm to do PR for him then, right? Like, I mean, he at least is giving the money to someone who presumably could use it more than he could or, or needs it more than he does. But, yeah, I think you could take this type of situation, which I know he's done before, as you mentioned... And you could go to like any philosophy class on any university campus and probably kill a, a, a semester debating back and forth. What does this actually mean? Like, is this ultimately good or not? Because on the one hand, right, there are people who look at it philosophically and say, it doesn't matter if he meant to be holy and totally selfless when he did this act, the end result was ultimate good. You know, like if uh, I don't know you, you you play the lottery and you tried to win a billion dollars, whatever, and you get the ticket and it doesn't win a billion dollars, and so you put it in the trash can, and then some homeless person picks it up and goes, "Hey, this is actually worth a hundred dollars." They take it in, cash in the hundred dollars. They did benefit. There was something good there. The person doing the good did not intend for it to do any good, but it still worked out. Ultimately, that was a plus for society. Well, yeah, but that's just you being stupid. That's not right. your ego being on display. Right. So that's one end of the spectrum. The other end of the spectrum is Mother Teresa, like, or whoever you want to put in there. I just use her name. Someone giving tirelessly of themselves forever with no benefit to themselves and no one ever knows they did it and they get no accolades and they die penniless and alone. And there's that end too. Well, Somewhere in between there right. is what most of us live in. Yeah, we live in a complex world. Why can't right. both be true? That's what I'm Why saying. Why can't it be a good thing that he gave a $1,000 tip and he's still an arrogant prick? That's what I'm saying. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. I'm pointing out that like... I'm sure we were talking <laughs> about are, this There are the philosophers show. that have argued about this for centuries because it's everyone's perspective on that gets a little twisted and different because we do value people going and doing this good thing. Like... We value lots of that stuff. There's good charity we talked work that about, comes of it. We talked about Lance Armstrong before the show. Yes. I'm sure a lot of good came out of Livestrong. I'm sure a lot of people were helped. A lot of money was raised for cancer research from Livestrong. Yeah. But that doesn't change the fact that Lance Armstrong was a piece of crap and was doing it for his own ego. Well, yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. You can be doing something for the wrong reasons and it can still be, you know, an overall good thing. Ultimately, at the end of the day, here's what I'll say. Whatever motivates you to be a better person, good. You know, if that's like your religion, awesome, good. Go do that. Have fun with it. If it's your desire to pop up on the gram, 
there, Chad Johnson's the one we're talking about right now. How many people do you think have done that thing where they go to like a charity 5K or or whatever their good deed is they like to do, and then they would feel like they would be missing out if they didn't get to post the selfie on Instagram or they didn't get to post, you know, uh, look at how much money I raised. Like that's a that's a bragging right for a lot of people. It still does ultimately benefit someone. It in some ways is still it's in many ways still very good. But the person doing it can still be doing good and be kind of a selfish a-hole at times. That's right. Uh, Choco Taco is has been canceled. That's not the right term. Discontinued. That's right. Yeah. Discontinued by the Klondike people. And people were in an uproar about this, including me and you. And I guess the Klondike people have heard us. They updated us on Wednesday. They said, we know this is disappointing. We've heard our fans. We're hoping to bring this favorite treat back to ice cream trucks in the coming years. So they're saying, wow, we weren't expecting this. I guess we'll bring it back. Now, I guess it's good that they're going to bring it back to ice cream trucks. But I want it brought back to my local grocer Yeah, in the freezer section. This this fight is not over. We're just, we've just begun. We're working. I mean, yeah. Also, a few years what are we talking? Did you did you just did you take apart all the machinery and they throw it in what? the trash? They probably did. Why? Why? They probably repurposed it to make whatever stupid thing that they're selling in favor of this. <sighs> all right. You know what I know? I wish there was a way for someone else, some other company, to just be like, "You don't want to do this? Awesome, we'll make them." But I know, like, they probably have some kind of patented something or other. Because wouldn't you think some Sell business would be sitting around there? Yeah. We got an ice cream maven here in town. Jenny, get on this. Let's go. Let's make some tacos. No, that's not unique enough for Jenny. Well, It'd I'm be telling like you. Green tea choco taco then. <laughs> right. I just want chocolate ordinary. and ice cream in a taco waffle cone type of thing. That's all I want. You you want to do other versions of that with, I don't know, coffee infused something? Great. Enjoy. But I just want a choco taco, and I'd also like it to not cost $9,000 for one of them. We uh, we lost Vin Scully this week. I saw an interesting thing, uh, Joe Buck talking about Vin Scully, and he said that for years he would try to get Vin Scully to call some World Series games with him. Oh. What's really interesting is that Vin Scully, you know, worked into his late 80s. He is the voice of the Kirk Gibson home run, right? We've heard that a million times. But he's only done three World Series. That is in his entire career. I did not know he only did three World Series. Joe Buck, by comparison, has done what's the number on Joe Buck? Twenty-three. Oh, twenty-three. Twenty-three World Series for Fox. Sorry, I'm dumb because I was thinking of like Super Bowls where they rotate, but the World Series is not rotated. You know, he he was that every year basically. He said that you know he would always get in touch with Vin because they were friendly. And say, please come do World Series with me. And here's what he had to say about it. This was in the New York Post. I saw this. For an older man, and I saw this with my dad and others that I've worked with, being in an unfamiliar situation and national TV, I don't care who you are, it's not a comfortable feeling. This is why I think he didn't really want to do it. You're coming into a completely foreign situation, and now somebody's talking in your ear, and you have no idea who the hell that is. You're working with a director that you don't typically work with, and you're working with an analyst that you've never worked with. 
Yeah, that's, that's interesting because he's saying, you know, his dad, Jack Buck, one of the greatest of all time. Jack admitted before he passed away that he didn't really care for doing the national stuff. Yeah. I'm, be- oh, I'm, because I don't of doubt that. I do not doubt that. The, and anytime you ramp up in level from what you're usually doing in any job, right? There's more benefit to it, but there's more pressure. And I'm guessing knowing our business just a little bit and having seen a little bit of what the TV people do versus what we do. It's just a different vibe. It's a different way of doing things. And so even if you're used to doing TV, but you go from like local television station or local game broadcast to then now you're on this big network thing, there's there's no doubt that it's a whole different animal. I also wonder this. I know Joe Buck was kind of trying to get into Vin Scully's head and figure out why he didn't want to do these things. Could it also be that Vin Scully is just saying, you know, no offense, but like my time has passed. They're not, they, they're not calling me to do this. They've called you to do it. They've asked yes. you to do this. And I am not someone who needs that for the ego boost. I have done them. I'm not going to go on someone else's thing just so I can say I called another world series. It could be that it might be a little bit of not, not that he would be mad about it, but just a personal pride thing of like, if they wanted me to do it, they would have called me. They didn't. They wanted you. This is your thing. You do it. I'm not trying to step on what you're doing. I found the the notion of the old-time broadcaster, though, being sort of set in his ways very interesting, because I'll admit that's something that I didn't think about. Sure. The, the time that I went and saw Vin Scully work in the booth, he had his research guy next to him, who I'm quite sure has worked with him for 30 years. That's usually you know, how that works. Can you right? imagine? And that's why Jack Buck hated doing this stuff, too, where you got some producer you've worked with maybe only a couple times doing a World Series game, and someone hands you this, and now you have to read a promo for The Simpsons. Right. Vince Scully couldn't do that. Well, if... Nor would he want to do that. You know what? He probably could have done it. It just wouldn't be Vince Scully. It would have sounded very unlike him. I'll, I'll, I'll agree with this, you know, maxim that Bo Bishop has thrown out there quite often. It's one that a lot of us have heard. Man's got to know his limitations. That is one of the true, like, wisdom things you can ever have When are in life. you and I going to figure it out? I don't know. But Vin Scully did. He said, that's not my wheelhouse. Why bother? I'm not going to go try to... It's not like he didn't stretch and become a better broadcaster. He did. He became one of the greatest ever. Perhaps the greatest ever. He didn't need to go do World Series games when he was in his 80s because that was not his ballpark. Mel Tucker didn't get the memo about saving college football. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a serious accident. Still causing heavy backups on Route 315 northbound after Bethel Road. It is blocking the right lane. Police and wrecker on scene trying to get things cleaned up. But please be very cautious over here. In the meantime, plan on some stop-and-go delays. This traffic report is sponsored by Family Dollar. At Family Dollar, they got more of what you want for back to school. Kickstart your day the right way with cereals from General Mills, Post, and Kellogg's. Fall back into fashion with a huge selection of apparel and footwear for the entire family. Family Dollar, helping you do more. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. The show that will tickle you stupid. This is Man and Bone. 
Happy Friday. Tool of the week is coming up at 534. Send in your Twitter tools now, at manandbone971. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. Very rarely do I credit writers on this show, because I think most sports writers are stupid. Hmm. However, Zach Barnett from footballscoop.com wrote this, and I think the writing is good, so I shall read it to you. Here's a sentence that's sure to send your grandfather into hypnosis. A Mel Tucker NFT can be purchased for just 0.5 Ethereum. What is an NFT? Stands for non-fungible token. What's a non-fungible token? It's the digital equivalent of a trading card. How is an NFT different from a GIF or JPEG or a screenshot? I I don't know. What is an Ethereum? It's a form of cryptocurrency. What is cryptocurrency? It's money on the internet. What tangible asset backs Ethereum? The power of children's hopes and wishes. <laughs> so the skinny of this is that Mel Tucker NFTs are being sold by Michigan State. You know, it's so funny. I'm not here to argue whether you should buy one of these or not. I'm sure they're wonderful and you'll get a fabulous return on your investment if you do buy one. Sure. But all we hear from these college coaches is that we have to go back to the good old days of college football and all this newfangled crap is ruining everything. We are selling Mel Tucker NFTs. Right. Yeah. What the hell is going on here? Don't ask me, man. I, I don't. Look, I know it makes me sound like I'm a million years old, but I don't understand the value of the entire NFT thing. Obviously, it seems like a lot of other people don't either because these are starting to tank in value, I I guess. I don't know. I don't know enough about it to have an intelligible comment on it. But what I know is for me, when I've understood them and looked into them, they're not something that appeals to me. If I want a picture of something... I don't really care if I own the original artifact of it. I don't care if I own it digitally at all, right? Like, I don't own any music that I listen to. I know some people do. I know some people like to have a physical copy of music. I know you're one of those people. But that is actually a physical copy of a thing. Does it matter to you, Mike? Has it ever mattered to you that if you have a Green Day CD in your collection, it is not the original Green Day master that they made all the other CDs from? Does that matter to you at all? No. Then I don't know why it would matter that you have the bored ape that is the original one that they put on the blockchain versus a gif of it or a gif or a whatever. I don't know why it would matter that you don't have the original one. You have a copy of it. I, every CD I've ever owned was a copy of the music that I like, of the art that I yeah, like. Yeah, but you don't own the music catalog. Right? No, so I don't care to. Can, well, you, well, Why would I want to? Because you can turn around and sell it for more money. Oh, okay. I just like to... Yeah, you're right. But uh, that's cool if you own the Beatles catalog. That's that's great. If you own some guy down the street's catalog, because he made it... You don't think Mel Tucker NFTs is going to be like the Beatles catalog? That's my point. Yes. Is that what you're saying? When everyone's making Let these me, things... I haven't even told you the perks that you get with oh, this. Oh, sorry. What perks do now, I Now, maybe you'll change your mind when I tell you these perks. By the way, just real quick pause. Every NFT now has to have 7,000 perks for you to even consider buying it. That might tell you the value of the NFT is really the value of the perks. Well, let me not tell the, you about not the little okay, stupid image. Stop it. Right, You're go ahead. ruining everybody's mood here. Sorry, go I ahead. I was all ready to open up my wallet and buy one of these NFTs. Okay, go for Here's it. Here's what you get when you buy an NFC, NFT. An in-season private chat with Mel Tucker. 
Man, that's just like old-timey football, right? Like back in the day when Woody Hayes would just bring rando fans into the room and talk with them. Yeah, just like old-timey football. Sideline access to a Spartan practice. Also just like the days of yours. Yeah, they just let you come in. And ownership to exclusive digital content and commemorative moments from Coach Tuck. I like the end line of this. Coach Tuck. Proceeds from NFT Tuck sales will go to the Boys and Girls Club of Southeastern Michigan. That's nice. Yeah, that's fine. Presumably, those proceeds will be paid in American dollars. Yeah, they're not going to give them... They're not Ethereum? uh, No, they're not going to give them Ethereum, I hope. I would hope and pray they actually give them dollars and cash, but... We know you need some help here at the Boys and Girls Club. Here's some Ethereum for you. Thank you. Again. Good 90s band, too, Ethereum. It does sound Athenium. like... It, yeah, I know. That but is a, that is I was a real 90s say, band. Ethereum actually also sounds like the channel where you would go to listen to like all those 90s grunge bands because that's lithium, not Ethereum. But anyway, um, I just saw in in the last few hours as, as we looked at that story, Major League Soccer tweeted out that they have Striker 6045 that you can follow on Twitter. Who is Striker 6045? Why? He's a bored ape. He's one of those NFT pictures and they have apparently acquired the rights to this picture and that's going to be what they're using to promote the MLS all-star game. (laughs) It is like, and so they've retweeted and and said late to the party. They said, follow striker 6045 and look out for more during our upcoming MLS all-star week. Why? I'm going to follow a picture of a drawing of a that I don't know that I don't apparently even own which you told me that's the big thing is I got to own it. Is this Major League Soccer? Major League Soccer tweeted this out. It's it's from 3 hours ago. Just actually go to at striker6045 if you want to see a picture of this. It's a it's a bored ape wearing an MLS jersey. Is all it is. And that is apparently their thing. It's almost like all these groups like Michigan State and Major League Soccer and I'm sure there's a million more of these coming down the pike that we're not even thinking of. It's like it took them all this time to get this together and decide to do it and pay the money to do this and sort it all out. And now they finally got it set up and everybody's starting to already go, eh, do I need that? Is that really important? I mean, Bone, 557 people have followed Strikers 6045. Yeah, what a what a stupid They're very thing. excited about the, it. The bio for this NFT that Major League Soccer wants me to follow says B-A-Y-C number 6045. So is that board eight something something number 640? So this is the 6045th board ape they've made, apparently. Born on the blockchain, bred for greatness. And then it says it's made by Get Engaged Media, signed to MLS. Like the dumb, this is the dumbest thing. We live in the dumbest world. And you know what? Someday, maybe NFTs will be the thing that everyone looks at like a Honus Wagner card and goes, Oh, you saved one of those. That's actually worth something now. The only way that will be is if everyone abandons this. Because if everyone keeps their NFTs, they will never be worth anything. No one cares. Oh, man. This is why Al-Qaeda hates us. One of many reasons why. (laughs) This is why I hate us. What are you talking about? I hate this. (laughs) This is stupid. What are you talking about, Al-Qaeda? Who cares what they think? I hate this. This is dumb. We are dumb. If this is what we're going to do with our time, if Major League Soccer is going to spend this time, if Michigan State's going to spend this time to say, guess what? You own an exclusive copy of Mel Tucker farting into a, I don't know, whatever he does. Great. Now I own it. Why do I want that? Why do I care that Mel Tucker looked at an assistant and was like, 
Hey, do you did you email me that? And then they like copy that. And they're like, you own this now. It's yours. Exclusive Mel Tucker. It's like, well, so what? He said a word and now I own it. Why do I care? Do you think Mel Tucker even knows what the hell's going on? Why? Why would he like if care they, if they look at him? If they look at him at practice and say, hey, Mel, in five minutes, you got to get back to your Can office. I, you got a Zoom meeting with somebody who bought one of your NFTs. Well, let me guarantee you right now, if they do this for any other college football coaches, I'm guessing they none of these coaches will own with their hundreds of millions of he's made he will make a hundred million dollars coaching football he will probably never own one of these because he made a hundred million dollars and he knows it's stupid you don't need to they're they're doing this to people who either have so much money they're bored and they don't know what to do with it or what really sucks is when they're taking advantage of people who actually don't have millions and millions of dollars and they're trying to get there and this is what they're trying to do with it Good luck, Gary V. Everybody else has kind of realized this is stupid. Six schools are projected to be favored in every college football game. Are the Buckeyes one of them? I'll tell you. Coming up next, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find that earlier accident has cleared from I-71 northbound at 11th Avenue. All lanes have reopened in that area. And the accident has cleared from Route 315 northbound after Bethel Road. Traffic is flowing freely there once more. This traffic report is sponsored by Family Dollar. At Family Dollar, they get more of what you want for back to school. Kickstart your day the right way with cereals from General Mills, Post, and Kellogg's. Fall back into fashion with a huge selection of apparel and footwear for the entire family. Family Dollar, helping you do more. Only at Array with fan traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Don't worry, we don't get bones and allergies either. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Tool of the week is one hour from now. Send in your Twitter tools now. At Man and Bone 971, your chance to win fabulous prizes. Yesterday we told you that the new must-be-nice beer Mm -hmm. with our faces on it would be at Giant Eagle today. Well, it's not. No. They had some issues with something... I don't know. Monday or Tuesday, go there then and buy it. In the meantime, go to Zaftig, Italian Village in Worthington. Either location, yeah. I think the Polaris at or the or the Roosters at Polaris has it on tap. Yep. And the Roosters in New Albany has it on tap. Go there too. Drink yeah. it. I'm guessing the Zaftig tap rooms have some kind of can situation yes, available you can, for you. You can buy the six pack at Zaftig right. as well. But, yeah, it'll be in Giant Eagle stores next week. So just go ahead and whatever you were planning on spending on today, just go ahead and keep that handy. Get to it on Monday. Go check, and hopefully it'll be there. If not, probably be there Tuesday. And I'm curious to know what you think of it because, you know, we we made it, so we like it. But I think it's a perfect hot weather beer. Keep it in the fridge. And then about 45 minutes to a half hour before you drink it, put the cans in the freezer. Don't forget them there because they will explode. But get them all nice and frosty cold. Yeah, it's uh, it's an ale. I'll tell you that, right? So it's, I mean, it's going to have that characteristic to it. It is a drinkable, very crushable ale. This is not the type of thing you're going to sit around with for an hour and ponder life. I like those beers too. But this is the type of beer that you sit around and 
you pop the top on it after you mow the grass and you feel like you've accomplished something and then you take a big swig of this and it tastes great. That's what you're looking for. Everybody's favorite, Brett McMurphy, tweeted this out. Six schools projected to be favored in every regular season game. He said projected because lines are not out for, for everything. But here's what he has. Air Force. All right. Alabama. Mm. Georgia. Ohio State. Oklahoma. And Utah. Wow. I'm surprised there's that many games that are that many teams that are expected to be favored in every game. He says Crimson Tide and the Buckeyes are projected to be double digit favorites in all 12 games. That does not surprise me. I'm trying to look here because I wanted to see what Air Force's football schedule is very quickly. Right, and go ahead. I mean, it's not like they have anybody on the schedule that you would sit there and say, "Oh, wow, that's going to be a big matchup." Like Boise State's their most notable opponent: Northern Iowa, Colorado, Wyoming, Nevada, Navy, Utah State. UNLV, Army, New Mexico, San Diego State, Colorado State. Murderer's Row. How, do, at, how will they survive? Looking at Utah's schedule here. Of course, they won the Pac-12 last year. I get it. Yeah. But, yeah, they don't have they don't have USC on their schedule. Oh, works out. Well, they'll Which they is get, why. Better get used to that. They'd be, they start the season at Florida. Trying to look at what their tough games are. Oh no, they do have USC on the schedule. USC at home. I'm surprised. I mean, you I'm surprised s- they'd be favored. I mean, guys, I guess we'll see because that game's not till the 15th of October. A lot can happen. Yeah, I'm also kind of surprised. Did you? S- they're favored. Well, they're favored in the Florida game. This is what Brett McMurphy says. Right. Six schools projected to be favored in every regular season game. Hold on, let me click on this and see what the line is. The right they have yes, they have Utah favored two and a half. Two and they, a half they against play you. They have USC on the I schedule. I know, I just said that. No. Thank you for listening. Well, I was looking at the Florida game and trying to figure out what I was missing. Two and a half is what Utah's favored in that Florida game. There doesn't okay. appear to be a line for the USC game yet. I mean, I know they're all. I know they're bad, but Oregon is also on their schedule. So, all right. I mean, I know Utah was good last year. We talked about how we, we saw that in the Rose Bowl. We are aware that Utah's good. But I'm not aware that they are going to be this good. They're just run through everybody. You know, that just goes back to, I have to get back into football mode. Yeah. I mean, yesterday was the first day of fall camp. And, you know, the Rose Bowl isn't what it used to be because it's a consolation prize. But I was thinking about it this morning, and I, on purpose, did not look it up. I have no idea what the score was of that game. Do you? Oh, yeah. I feel, I mean, I don't, was it like 45 38, something like that, I want to say. That's my that's my gut feeling, what I Teddy, think it was. do you was. know what it was? The Rose Bowl? Yeah. yeah. It was a field goal game, because the Buckeyes kicked a field goal that's at the right. very end. Yeah. So it was like, I can't remember if it was 48, 45, or 45, right. 42. I, I've, I've completely forgotten I know it was within a score. 90% of that game. It's a field goal, yeah. Yeah. Well, I kind of wanted to forget it, too, because as much as it's the Rose Bowl and the passion and the pageantry, like Ryan Day talked about, this was a disappointing season last year, despite, yes, going and winning the Rose Bowl. In the moment, that was very nice to do, but once that game was over, I ejected pretty much all of that from my brain and said, all right, now how do we win a national championship this year? And I think we were just so tired of watching bad defense all season long, too. We wanted that to be done. Yeah. And so did Ryan Day, because he already had Beyonce's dad on speed dial at that point. <laughs> Jim Knowles, Beyonce's dad. Uh, Kirby Smart, he's the head coach of Georgia. He's got a big new contract, which we knew. A $112.5 million deal. But now we're getting more details about the deal. It is virtually fully guaranteed through 2026. 
Not a surprise, right? The only way he could be, you know, fired prior to January 1st, 2027 without receiving the full contract value is a firing for cause. And as we know, that's difficult to prove. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it doesn't surprise me, though, given his ability to get the job done, right? I mean, they, yes, they're going to want to keep him around. They're going to pay him a lot of money. All right. What else was I going to tell you? I don't know. Not Did you watch the Hall of Fame game last night? You know what? I had every intention of it and then did not. No? No, I, I didn't get it to it. I watched for a little while. Raiders beat the Jags in the Hall of Fame game last night. Josh McDaniels is the new Raiders coach. Yes. He grew up in Canton. Yeah, that's great. You know, so that's a nice, nice little, little story for him. He played uh, high school football there. Dad was a coach. Yeah. It, well, I, I have no doubt he's had the, the good football lineage all these years. That stadium, too, we just drove by it. We were up there a couple weeks ago, and I every time I drive by it, I do the same thing and go, Wow! Like I turn into Adnan Virgo. Wow! Wow! Everybody! Wow! Because I know they, I know they've added on to it, right? The Saints owner Tom Benson was the guy before he passed away. Mm -hmm. He he helped fund a lot of that and make sure that they put a lot of money into keeping that stadium up and nice. If you watch the USFL playoffs, you could have seen it then. Yeah, I I definitely did. They were playing there. Five thousand of your friends were there watching it. That's right. Well, Ted was not there, so he's. Oh man, I watch all season long. Hate the playoffs. I watched the games on TV though. No, but but you didn't was in your state. You could have gone. I didn't go to it, but I watched. You you didn't watch all the playoff games because you told me you turned it off to watch something on Netflix. I I watched like the. the, they had the two semifinals. I watched the afternoon game. I did not watch the evening game. Like they're about to take John Wick off of Netflix. I better watch it one more time. The following week, I watched some of the championship game. That's good. Some, some of the championship? I watched some of it. Some the of second it. half, I actually watched, yeah, because it was entertaining. But I'm just saying you could have gone. Yeah, I could have. You could have gone for $5. Yes, I could have. And you didn't. That's right. And Bone didn't go either. Did no, you, I, well, no, we I didn't, didn't watch all season. We I hated it. go. You've been watching it all season. That's right, Ted. You could have gone and supported the product that you've been invested in all season long. Well, I guess I didn't like it that much, dude. It's like, I guess I'm not that big of a fan. <laughs> oh, man, I'm just getting ready for the XFL. By the way, I know it's not baseball, but do you think I could get a little scoreboard update music? Because there's a oh. scoring update to oh. tell you about. Oh, and speaking of championships, Teddy, get ready. Now, this is a soccer update. If you're wanting to watch the soccer and you don't want me to spoil it, turn it down for 30 seconds. But uh, Arsenal, the Gunners... Up 2 nothing right now. That's also known as 2-0. 2-0 on Crystal Palace, Mike. Take that, Palace. Yeah. Teddy's yeah, team is that. just smoking your team right now. On the road. Starting off with a 2 nothing road victory? Get out of here. Hey, man. There's still time left. There's not. If the Arsenal well, defend like the crew. I was going to say, are the, are, is Arsenal the crew? Because then, then say, maybe there's time. There's five minutes left, plus a little stoppage time. Not the crew happening. give up three goals in that time span. Not at, Well, yeah, but that's not this team. By the way, I saw this. Artur, who plays for the crew, he was talking to the media today. He just got back from a long injury, and we wish him well. He's a great player. I, I hope he can stay not injured and help contribute to this team. But he was asked about the tactics in the game. Like I was talking about the other day with the crew, how bad they looked in that second half and why they abandoned trying to attack when they had a one-goal lead. Artur said there were no tactics that caused them to do that. It wasn't like they changed what they were doing. They just didn't play well in the second half, he says. And that's fine. Maybe that's if that's true, then I blame all the players. Then I'm all right, fine. If you're going to tell me that's the case, I actually tend to believe there were no tactics like at all. I think that's what he was actually saying, because it looked like they just had no plan out there. But he says it wasn't a 
game plan issue or a schematics issue with the coaches. It was the players just what packing it in, not knowing what to do. I, I, I find that so hard to believe, but that's what one of the crew players is saying right now is that it wasn't tactical. It was just us screwing up. Who are they nope. playing tomorrow? Noble of you to take that on. I forget. I blanked on it. It's one of the teams they're chasing in the one of thing. the teams. I don't know. Hold on, Orlando's I'm Orlando coming. I can't. I'm looking. Uh, they're playing New York City FC. Oh, that's good. Defending tomorrow, champs. Seven thirty over at Lower dot com. Raise the banner. Catch Defending all the champs. action right here on the fan. Degenerate T Bone is next. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident causing some slowdowns blocking the right lane of 270 westbound after Route 315. Police and wrecker remain on scene trying to get things cleaned up. A plan on some heavy backups. You'll also find traffic is slow on westbound 670 between Grandview Avenue and I-70. That's a five-minute delay. This traffic report is sponsored by Family Dollar. At Family Dollar, they got more of what you want for back to school. Kickstart your day the right way with cereals from General Mills, Post, and Kellogg's. Fall back into fashion with the huge selection of apparel and footwear for the entire family. Family Dollar, helping you do more. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Fat and happy. Hey, one out of two isn't bad. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Tool of the week is at 534. Send in your Twitter tools now at manandbone971. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. Tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. It is Common Man and T-Bone weekend. Maybe you're saying, Common Man, I will not be listening to the radio at that time. Well, good news. It also drops in podcast form. Ooh. Make sure to subscribe to the feed, and you will get it. Jenner T-Bone. Common Man in T-Bones. Degenerate T-Bone. Degenerate T-Bone. T-Bone's picks for the weekend. Sponsored by Ohio Health. Choose between virtual or in-person appointments at 200-plus care sites. Providing the finest care anywhere. OhioHealth.com slash finest care. Bone. All right, man. Well, I thought after the trade deadline and all the moves that happened in Major League Baseball, let's take a look at where... The odds were before the season for some of these big-time teams to win their respective leagues, so either American League or National League, what the odds were then and what they are now after the season is halfway over or more than halfway over, almost into the stretch run here, and you've had all the dust settle with all the new pieces getting added to these teams. All and right? the nude pieces. And the nude pieces, that's right. So here were the top three teams in the American League preseason in, you know, when talking about spring training, got it. Top three teams that you would have had to win the American League: Houston Astros were at plus four fifty. That was the best odds you could get. The lowest odds: Yankees were plus five twenty five. And you are not going to be shocked to know your Chicago White Sox plus five fifty. How does that all look now? Well, the Yankees still right up there, plus one sixty. The Astros plus one seventy five. Probably comes down to one of those two, right? The third team now in the mix is the Blue Jays at plus 600. And uh, then after that, you have the Mariners plus 1,500. Your White Sox plus 1,700 to win the pennant this year. So not likely, obviously, but 
just interesting to check out how all that went after a you know season of poo. Not that they've been terrible, but definitely below expectations. No, they 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 were poo for a long they time. Should yeah. be. It has been a season of poo. Yeah, that's right. They should be one of the best teams in Major League Baseball, and they're trying to claw back into that, but they are not there now. Well, they made they made a lot of moves earlier this week, or they didn't make any. No, no, no. They did the thing that they are famous for, and they I love it. They almost made moves. They report all the moves they almost made, like they almost got Juan Soto. Yeah, and I know then they, they, they worked they on a lot of They worked on Shohei Otani. They worked on that. Yeah. At least they're working on things, according to the sources. The Guardians are working on nothing. They're not, it's like, they're, well, we're almost in first place. Should we do something? Nah, nah. who cares? Uh, by the way, the Guardians, their odds to win the American League, in case you are wondering, is plus 3,500. Also, the Rays, they were one of the teams that uh, had, obviously, one of the better odds to start off the season in the American League. They were just plus 650, right up there with all those other teams I mentioned. They have not had the season they wanted to. They are plus 2,500 right now uh, to go ahead and win the American League outright. National League. It's uh, not not really that shocking, right? Uh, you had in the National League, you had the following teams as your top. Let's go with top five: Dodgers plus two seventy five, Mets plus five hundred, Braves plus six hundred, Padres plus six fifty, Brewers plus seven hundred. What's it look like now? Well, as of today, it is Dodgers plus one seventy, Mets plus two fifty, Padres still my third best odds getter plus five hundred. Braves at plus five. I was going to say, it's probably all these same teams, right? Yeah. The only one that's totally different there, and it, I mean, not that shocking, right? The Brewers are at plus 1,500, tied with the Cardinals, who I'm sure if we did a top six, they probably would have been right there, too. But yeah, I mean, it's going to come down presumably to the Dodgers and Mets, probably in the NLCS, unless the Padres have something to say about it. Maybe that'll all change. Or, of course, the Braves are right there because they're the Braves, and they will probably break my little heart. Now, Let's move on to the thing I know you're waiting for, which is my terrible English Premier League opening weekend bets, where you will lose all of your British pounds. Yes, that's right. Uh, We'll start off with my new team. That is Leeds. They're my Premier League team this year. They're taking on Wolves at home Saturday, 10 a.m. Leeds gets it done. Plus 135. That is the favorite odds. They are loaded this year. Added so much talent. American players. American coach Jesse Marsh, Brendan Aronson, who's going to be a star for the U.S. national team this winter at the World Cup. Tyler Adams, who is already a star for that team, will be again for the World Cup. Anyway, they both play for Leeds. They're going to destroy Wolves. Two to one is what I say, but it's going to be more dominant than the scoreline indicates. Plus 135. I say that's great. I'm taking it. Leeds gets the outright victory. Uh, the Queen's favorite team, Nottingham Forest. Oh, I love Jizz. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't officially signed uh, Dutch target Jizz Horkamp, but they are hoping to Horvath. I'm sorry, no, I don't know. His, I don't know. It's Horncamp. Horncamp. That's right. You were right the first time. I was right. Thank you, Queen. Don't misidentify Jizz. Thank you. <laughs> Newcastle. You can't miss Jizz. Newcastle is the, they're the favorite in this game, but I'm taking Nottingham Forest on the road with the upset win as they get their promotion back to the Premier League. Plus 460. That's a risky bet, but I'll take it. Tottenham takes on Southampton at home. Tottenham's great. Minus 290. They'll win that game. Chelsea on the road against Everton. They're still the favorite. Minus 170. Chelsea will win that. Brentford against Leicester City. 
Brentford, not the favorite, plus 270, but the bees are good. Bet on the bees, plus 270. And, and finally, bees. West Ham is taking on Manchester City. Manchester City is like a minus 9,000 favorite, and that's because Manchester City is going to destroy everyone in the Premier League this year. Erling Holland gets three goals in this game, and they win by a lot. If you've missed anything from the first two hours of the program, we got you covered with the rundown. Coming up, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find that earlier accident has cleared from 270 westbound after Route 315. All lanes have reopened in that area, but traffic is still slow as it recovers. You'll also find some backups in westbound 670 between I-71 and 4th Street. Traffic is slow there as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Family Dollar. At Family Dollar, they get more of what you want for back to school. Kickstart your day the right way with cereals from General Mills, Post, and Kellogg's. Fall back into fashion with a huge selection of apparel and footwear for the entire family. Family Dollar, helping you do more. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. One is angry, the other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald! Bald, bald! Here's Man and Bone. Tool of the Week is coming up at 534. Send in your Twitter tools now. At Man and Bone 971. I was looking at the broadcast television ratings for last night. Okay. I, I know I've said this before, but sometimes when I look at these numbers, I'm just surprised by how few people are watching broadcast television. You know, back in the 90s, if you had a sitcom draw 6 million people an episode, yeah. they would cancel it instantly. Right. They'd say, oh my God, this is terrible. 6, six million people. 6 million humans now, watching something. they'd give you a parade and have spinoffs of that show. If you oh, got yeah. six million people to watch a sitcom, anyway, you'd probably get to direct the next Star Wars. Like, the, yeah, <laughs> they'd be like, "Go ahead, you are, you can do Move whatever over you want." J.J. Abrams, yeah, yeah, you're next. Here are the top rated shows on broadcast television last night. The number one rated show, the Hall of Fame game. The number two rated show, the Hall of Fame game pregame. <laughs> the number three rated show, the Hall of Fame game weather delay. <laughs> Dead serious. Good lord. Those are the top three shows. Why are we watching that? <laughs> I, I mean, know. there wasn't anything else you were like, you know what I'll do? I'll flip over and see what's going Are they flipping a house somewhere? Let me go check that out. The Hall of Fame game got 5.4 million people last night. By comparison, CSI Vegas, which was on CBS opposite the game, drew 1.7 million people. Whew. That's something. Just to watch. Well, again, I'm not saying that that's the finest program in the world. It is the nine, the ninth or tenth version of CSI. How far are we away? Well, how from about like- some brand new summer program? How okay. about Big Brother? Go ahead. Big Brother was on before CSI Vegas, so nine o'clock on CBS. Three point five million for Big Brother. All right. And what was again the rain delay? How much did that get? Four point one. 
So a thing not happening in the NFL yeah. did better than a thing actually happening on a planned again, out reality what show. What are we talking about here? We're talking about NFL uniforms because for the most part, everyone who played in this game, you will never see again Yes, or you just saw them in the USFL. Well, yeah, I'm guess okay. So the answer is you've you've never seen them and will never you've see them. You've never again. heard of right. any of these people that were playing in this game last night. Right, but it is football. And I know like I saw everyone tweeting this out and rightfully so. There will not be a weekend without football between now and February. And, and that's it's like, true. Yeah, that's right. That's it true. is. There might be one. Well, there won't be because it's the because the NFL will have that if well, college I mean, doesn't, right? Technically, this weekend we won't have any football. But we oh, had yeah, football that's true. yesterday. That's right. Every week there's been there will be football going forward. Yes. Got it. Okay. So either way, all I'm saying is now we're getting into that stretch. But you're right. This is bad football that you're watching in this game last night. And in a lot of the games you're going to see in week one of the preseason. Are we still doing three game preseason now? We're not doing four, are we? Three. It is three. So did we... I forget how it went last year. Did we go game two for the big game? Or was it still game three was the one where everybody plays a half and it's dress rehearsal? Because I would think... Now, I don't think there is a dress rehearsal anymore. We're just kind of eliminated that. I think... Yeah, I think we don't even do that. Yeah, because I saw where uh, my guy Zeke said he's not even playing in the preseason games, right. you know, which makes sense. Why does he need to play? Yeah, what again, and I know we talked about this earlier, but we can bring it up again. We, I guess, glossed over it, but why do the Browns want Deshaun Watson to play in the preseason again? What's the reasoning behind that? He hasn't played in a year and a half or... Great. Hour. Yeah. Jacoby Brissett has to play. He hasn't played much either in a year and a half, and he's got to go play next like the next time you actually play for real but he he's can't the get guy. hurt no i that's true he can't i guess that'd be the ultimate thing wouldn't it? if Deshaun gets hurt and then they'd be like oh yeah we didn't play him at all this year yeah because he blew out his acl great i'm looking at some of these other shows what is welcome to flatch oh what is that don't you asked the wrong question what you mean, asked the wrong, asked the wrong question. question because it was on well, twice last night on yeah Fox. because every crew fan now is going to be on your D- on your messages on Why? your DMs because that's the show that like two years ago when they changed remember when the logo changed and everybody was like why did they change this logo right after that this show the previews for it came out and said coming this fall to Fox and it was Welcome to Flatch it's set in a fictional town of Flatch Ohio oh that's right and the main character the main wears character, a bunch of crew stuff the girl always wears crew stuff but it's the old logo the circle logo and people were asking wait is that why they changed because this is going to get cleared for this I don't know well how anyway, many people do you think watched Welcome to Flatch last night uh 700,000 500,000 this is network television network television man this is network television this show, The Flash, on the CW last night? Again, it's the CW, but it's still network television. 224,000 people. Yeah. And what most people don't know about that show is it is just literally people walking in front of a camera and showing off what's underneath their long trench coat. And then they oh, is that what off. happens? Yeah, that's all it is. That'd probably get a better number than 224,000 people. A, that's a comic book hero show, by wow. the way. Like They're putting a lot of production into that. Instead, it's just like that someone walks up and Spencer Gibbs. Just opens and closes, yeah. I was working the register at Spencer Gifts. Oh, and someone flashed you? I walked in with a trench coat, wanted to buy like a little, like a 25 cent smiley face pin Mm -hmm. with a personal check. Okay. And I said, I can't take a check for anything less than 
$10. Now, now if you walked into a store and tried to write a check, they'd punch you right in the face. But back in the day, we used to have to take checks. Yeah, I know. Right. And so he, he didn't say a word. He put the pin down, opened up the trench coat. Mr. Johnson came out. Mm. It was like 8.59. The mall closed at 9. I said, all right, we're closing. Let's it's amazing go. you got decimal points on that measurement. Good for you. 8.59. Let him live. Well done. Oh, I see what you did. I was very confused there for a second. Yeah, he I'm, he whipped it out. I measured it, Bone. You Good got call. A I got it. Was that in inches or centimeters? Never mind. Let's just Why do men do that? I don't know. Like, Timmy took out a foot-long Slim Jim today. He's like, hey, you know what this is? Foot-long Slim Jim. It's like, all right, why do we do that? I don't know. We play fart noises and we make jokes about penile length all the time. That's right. It's just, you know what it is? I think I blame the culture. I was, was I was raised in just having a bunch of those just thrown in my face at all times, and now I can't get them out of my head. Mm-hmm. I, right. I figured you'd wait for all that. Rundown. Common Man and T-Bones. The Rundown. The Rundown. Uh, the Browns plan to play Deshaun Watson in the preseason, so you can see him there. He's actually going to be wearing his tight orange bicycle shorts, though, in the preseason. That he's been wearing at practice. They're not bicycle shorts. They're just the pants. I know, but they look like bicycle shorts. Right. Well, that's the style now. If you're like a really good player, you don't you don't need knee pads. No one wears those anyways. But you don't need the pants to go over your knee. They go up halfway up your thigh. All right. Uh, they open against the Jags next Friday. Reports circulating about the suspension deal that he turned down for the NFL and said, "We'll take our chances with you know Sue Robinson." And Sue Rob, it worked out. I guess they just didn't anticipate Roger Goodell saying, "Yeah, I don't want to do that." throw that out the deal that was offered to sean watson 12 game suspension and a fine of eight to ten million dollars and i think now people look at the situation and say you're lucky if you only get 12 games when this is all said and done you should have taken the deal well right and i was trying to figure out why would the nfl you know at this at the time right when they did this a couple days ago where they said we're going to appeal this situation yes they can do it by the cba but I had thought Roger Goodell would say, you know, this is one of the first big times this new CBA punishment has been tested. Let's not throw the entire system out and basically say, ha new system is just old system. We fooled you. Yay. You would think you would only reserve that for the most egregious of circumstances. And perhaps, I, I mean, I think it is, but what do I know? They've allowed him to sign one of the richest contracts in NFL history. I think this is pretty egregious, but I didn't know if the NFL would agree on that. What I'm wondering now, though, is, is the NFL doing this in part because they knew they had offered that deal prior to all of the arbitration. Deshaun Watson turned it down and they said, all right, if you're going to turn down the deal we offer, prepare for more. And maybe that's to send a message to other players that if they run afoul of league rules, you can, when this time comes and they hire an independent person, maybe Roger Goodell and the owners want the message to be, you don't, Ignore our deal. You take our deal. Otherwise, if we don't like the ruling, we will make it far worse for you. And you can't script this. The city of Cleveland is playing host to the American Massage Therapist Annual Convention later this month. They have denounced Deshaun Watson. Michael Phelps is going to be the keynote speaker. So this is a big deal. It's not like seven people standing around a a folding table. This is going to be a big deal. Hundreds, if not thousands of people will attend. And uh, this is what you have going on. No one believes in Tom Brady. Tom Brady's 45 years old. He wins 12 games pretty much every single time he goes out there. But Caesar's Sportsbook said this. 
Buccaneer win total is 11.5. 87.8% of the action on that number is taken the under. You surprised? Oh, I mean, I guess a little bit until you think about how gamblers think. And basically the idea always is, well, this trend cannot continue. Tom Brady is an outsized trend that should not be happening, right? Not that Tom Brady's not great, but in the world of gambling, Tom Brady at 45 being as successful as he has been is like watching a, I don't know, it's like watching Purdue go 11 and 0. And and then in week 12 saying, what do you think they're going to do? I think they're going to lose because it doesn't make sense that they went 11 and 0. They far surpassed expectations in that regard. Tom Brady is not Purdue, but Tom Brady at this age, quarterbacks at this age don't do this. So it makes sense that at some point the fall off will occur. He cannot play forever. We don't think maybe this is that year. Seems like all the guys placing bets, all the guys and gals placing bets. They think that this is the year and people are short selling what he can do and what this team can do. Probably, probably wrongly because that's how this always goes with him. But Maybe this is the year where it finally happens. Common Man and T-Bones, The Rundown. The Rundown. I was talking about the television ratings. Now that got me thinking about just some like random shows okay, from the 90s and what type of ratings they got. I don't have any answers for you. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to tell me you've started looking at that and you had something for us. Oh, here it is. I have, I have, I'll have this for you. Okay. Here's a random NBC show moderately successful, lasted a few seasons, but I don't think you have the DVD of Caroline in the City. Did you I re- watch? I remember Caroline in the City. Did you watch Caroline in the City? A few episodes here and there. Leah Thompson Yes, was the star of Caroline in the City. They averaged in their first season an 18 rating. All oh. Right? Oh. In 18. I'm trying to get the uh, ratings back up from the other night. And what I said from last night. Yeah. Uh, that was rating well, last night for the Hall of Fame game at its peak was a 7.9. And that was the highest rated show on TV. That's incredible. And just, <laughs> I know everything's changed between I know, now I, and I then. There's so that. many different things now than there were back then, but that is, that is pretty incredible. The Welcome to Flatch on Fox got a 0. 0.8 rating. Ooh. That's, I don't think Welcome to Flatch is long for this world. I'm no, just I'm guessing the, that. The other part of that is the budgets for these shows I don't think are the same either, right? Like I, I think they spent a lot more back in the day to make some of these shows than they do now. But still, right. It's it's totally different landscape we're looking I at. I think we should all get together, rent out a movie theater, and just stream the entire first season of Caroline in the City together as a show. How could it be it can't be that bad, right? Yeah, no. Or maybe it's I remember terrible. it had some moments. All right. Well, probably did then. What's next? Oh, uh, Kyler Murray wouldn't make a good coach. I'll tell you why. Coming up next, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some delays to watch out for. You'll find some backups on I-71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. Traffic is still slow in that area. And more delays on 670 westbound between I-71 and Port Street. Traffic is backed up there as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Family Dollar. At Family Dollar, they got more of what you want for back to school. Kickstart your day the right way with cereals from General Mills, Post, and Kellogg's. Fall back into fashion with a huge selection of apparel and footwear for the entire family. Family Dollar, helping you do more. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. 
Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Banned from every dime a dog night in the Midwest. Because he's Here's Man and Bone. Happy Friday. Three hours a day, every single day. We're here for you. Be here for us. You ungrateful bastards. That's, We're here for yeah, you. That's right. Um, I saw this, Mike, and speaking of being there for you, this sport is coming back at a time where I think we need it. Okay. We didn't talk about this the last few days, but it's been percolating. It's on the internet. Slam ball is back. Oh, thank God. Back, I need baby. some trampoline basketball. I'll tell you what. Of all the like alternative, weird, dumb things that have come through the sports world, Right, celebrity boxing. I would put it in that category. We we just saw today extreme pogo stick jumping was on ESPN because it's Ocho Day. This is one of the few of those sports or quasi sports that I said as soon as I watched this the first time, I was like, you know what, I'm in on this. I like it. I enjoyed it. I was sad when it went away many years ago. Uh, but Mason Gordon, who founded the game, which is a cool title just to have, right? That you founded a game that people enjoy. But he said the sport is returning in 2023. Said there have been all kinds of people clamoring for Slam Ball to come back. There's been hashtag bring back Slam Ball media viewed over 200 million times in the last 12 months. So I'm ready to announce next summer Slam Ball is coming back live. And he makes a good point because he goes on to talk about how our attention span is different. Sports, you know, three, four hour games, while they still do good numbers in the NFL and all that, what's also very needed right now is something you can watch in a half hour. You can watch very quickly. Slam ball games last 20 minutes. So you can do it in a half hour TV show. But yeah, if you've never watched this, they have the trampolines in the court. You run around like a basketball player, but you have pads on. You have like a little kind of helmet thing, like a soft helmet. But then you basically run and jump on the trampolines and try to dunk the basketball. It's like all dunking, no shooting. There's like a gunner and a stopper and a hybrid of nine different sports but i enjoyed it i thought it was fun it's not going to replace basketball anytime soon but it's not meant to and i was going to read you a story about how cliff kingsbury was calling plays at practice and wasn't very good at it but who cares i i, I mean uh kyler murray was calling plays at kyler or, uh, all right <laughs> that's over i think that's done that's the end of, I, what i was saying was we were talking about sitcoms in the last segment right yeah then i started looking now this is just one network on one night must-see TV, NBC Thursday night lineup uh-huh. back in the day. Uh, Friends, starting in the 95-96 season, uh, was 8 o'clock Thursday night. That was the first show on must-see TV. Okay. They had a variety of shows that followed them throughout their run on NBC. How many do you think you can name? Oh, I have no idea. I barely watched uh, when you didn't Friends watch, was on. You didn't watch Must See TV? No, we were more of an ABC family. And I, I just, I don't know. Uh, but I, I'll, I'll take a stab at it because I know what shows were on NBC All right, Teddy, I want time. you to chime in too. I want you to tell me if you remember watching this show. 95, 96, two shows were on After Friends during the course of that season. 
at 8.30. One was the single guy. Do you remember the single guy? Yeah, that sounds familiar. Uh, who was? Do you that's remember? That was Jonathan not, Silverman. Yes, that's who I was thinking of. Actually, yeah. I I do not remember this at all. I mean, I obviously know the Family Guy, but that's a different show. No, the Single Guy. I remember watching that show. It wasn't a bad show. Boston Common. Do you remember that show, Teddy? It does not sound familiar. I, you know what? I was going to say I remember it, but I think I'm thinking of Boston Legal. That is a different show entirely. Yes. William Shatner. I remember Boston Common. Who was uh, on that? It was I forget the guy's name. It was another stand-up comedian. Anthony Clark. Do you remember him? No. He's kind of a hillbilly? Nope. No idea. Oh, yeah. Okay. The hillbilly. Now I remember. <laughs> oh, now you remember, right, Ted? <laughs> right. My like, people. oh, man, my people. I know exactly right. what you're talking about now. How about Suddenly Susan? Did you watch Suddenly yeah. Susan? Yes. Susan Sarandon. No. That was <laughs> Brooke Shields. Right? Brooke Shields. That's Shields. right. Yes, that's right. Suddenly Susan. Uh, and the guy who killed himself was on that show, too, right? Huh? Oh. One of the main cast members on that show. Like killed in the, himself in the show? No, in, oh. real, in real life he killed oh, himself. Oh, so much worse. Yeah. Okay, good. Sorry to uh, hear. That. Union Square. I remember the title. I watched a lot of TV. No, I don't remember anything about I Union I, Square. I, I no. can't tell you a thing about that show. Uh, who was in that show? No one we've ever heard of. <laughs> Great. I guess that's why it was so successful. All right. Union Square. Don't remember you. Just shoot me. Very oh, yeah, remember that. One of the one of the greats. Great, yeah. Well, I don't know if it's one of the greats, that but was I mean a great it, show. it was on Very for funny. a long time. How many seasons do you think Just Shoot Me was on? I'm gonna I have say, the answer. I'm gonna say eight. Eight, yeah. Seven is the answer. Okay. Hundred and forty five episodes for Just Shoot Me. I'm trying to think of like who was because I, I like I think of Just Shoot Me, I think of David Spade, but that was George Siegel was the, George Siegel, the main right. guy. Who who were the other main characters on that or the main actors? Because I remember there was like a there was a woman with uh, brunette hair that yes I don't was, remember her name but she had like uh, heavy like caterpillar eyebrows <laughs> okay Wendy, Wendy Malick. Malick. But yeah okay that's right we spent too much time on just shoot me right, moving I on. like just shoot me so fine just Jesse don't remember Jesse at all I the only Jesse I know of is the Disney show that I'm sure is not what you're talking about I don't remember this no at all. this is different this is Christina Applegate oh Jesse nope I had no, no idea no nope. lasted two seasons 42 episodes don't remember it at all Daddy O, I only I, remember it because it was bad. That I was uh, Michael, that. the guy from the Shield, Michael, Michael Chicklets. Chicklets, right? Yeah. Chicklets, whatever yep, his name is. Chicklets, that guy. <laughs> Eighteen <laughs> episodes, nine unaired. Oh, that bad, huh? Yeah, they just said never mind uh, on this. No, no bueno for Daddy O. Yeah, cursed. I don't remember that one at all. No, nope. And again, these shows aired after Friends. You'd Which think means they would do pretty you well. You had like 30 million people just sitting there waiting for another yeah, show. Hoping for anything. Uh, Steven Weber from uh, Wings was oh, cursed. Was it cursed? Chris Elliott. Oh, yeah, the guy from the Tostitos. Nice only, cast. only made it 12 episodes. I, that's so. how I will always remember Chris Elliott as the guy who brought Tostitos to his, uh, his audit. And then the entire accounting firm went crazy, and then he still got audited. Yeah. That's if you you have to be a very specific age to remember that specific dumb commercial. Inside Schwartz, do not remember that at all. No, that is Brecken Meyer. Thirteen mm. episodes, five unaired. Who's Brecken Meyer? You'd know him if you saw him. He's oh, been it's a, a, it's a him. I didn't know. Yeah. I couldn't tell you about. It. I didn't know who that was. Leap of Faith. Don't remember that one either. That was, was that based on the movie. No. Regina King was in Tim I, Med Tim nope. Meadows was in this. Okay, I don't remember it. Number of episodes six. Jesus, Oof. not good. 
uh, Scrubs. I've heard of that. Hey, one. I've heard of you. I know, I know I you, the, you should watch the show in the world, but I actually enjoyed <laughs> it, it quite, chance, a much, yeah, quite a bit. Good morning, Miami. I don't remember that one either. I have no idea. 39 episodes, nine unaired. Yeah. It was a morning show. Morning. It was based, yeah, on, based a on a morning right, show in yeah, Miami. Yeah. Right. Okay. Got it. What else? Will and Grace. That one worked out. Four Kings. The hell is that? What was 13 episodes, yeah, six on air? Seth Green, four Seth Kings. Seth Green was in that? Yeah. I have no idea. I do not recall that at all. If any These others? shows didn't get a lot of ratings, but it's probably higher than ours right now because everybody's just tuned out as I read. This is like Rimmer <laughs> reading the box scores. What did Common Man do on the show today? Read a list of failed 90s NBC sitcoms? That's right. Man, that show's jumped the shark. People keep saying, I've got a few tweets here saying that uh, most of the network shows right now are reruns, but Welcome to Flash is actually pretty funny. So I guess that was a I'm not rerun. Say, I'm not saying it's not funny. What I'm saying is no one's watching Well, it. no, they're saying no one's watching because these are reruns. People have already seen this. They're not tuning in to watch it. Should we, That's why it should we pull up that. some repeat numbers back in the day and what they well, used to get? Well, I know that, but people nowadays have a lot more options. I get what he's saying. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it'll be like a million if uh, it wasn't a rerun. Yeah, I'm maybe. sure Welcome to Snatch is going to stay on i knew you were waiting for that. i'm just saying i'm sure it's going to stay on yeah probably is tool of the week is next common man and t-bone on the fan fan traffic from the meister's bar and pizza traffic center Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident causing some backups on Wilson Road at Fisher Road. Please be careful in this area as cars begin to build. You'll also find traffic is slow on I-71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. Plan on backups there as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Family Dollar. At Family Dollar, they got more of what you want for back to school. Kickstart today the right way with cereals from General Mills, Post, and Kellogg's. Fall back into fashion with a huge selection of apparel and footwear for the entire family. Family Dollar, helping you do more. Elmi and Ray with fan traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Common Man and T-Bone present Tool of the Week. Sponsored by the Lion's Den. The best tool, according to us, gets a $50 Buffalo Wild Wings gift card from 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday. Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour has beer, cocktails, and bar food for 3 to 6 bucks. It's the perfect way to offset a long day. So head to Buffalo Wild Wings for Happy Hour today. Valid at participating locations while supplies last. Dine in only. Drink responsibly. Jizz Horn Camp. Christian says, my guys, excuse me, I told the week is myself. I didn't stick out the 90 minute weather delay on Wednesday night for the crew when they were winning one to nothing and could only conclude that had my friend and I stayed, the crew would have won. Oh, well, try again Saturday. See, I actually think it is the opposite. You made the right call by saying one nothing. We're up. If you didn't see it, it, it didn't, didn't happen. happen. That's right. Jeffrey says, my guys. Excuse me. My tool of the week is the D-bag who stole checks out of our mailbox and forged them and cashed them for $300 more than they were written for. And the tool who accepted the checks because they were clearly forged. Yes, we're probably the only people who still write checks. That happened to me not too long ago, friend. Oh. And it was for much more than uh, 
three hundred dollars too. They got me for a couple grand because they, they changed the amount to the check. Did they get you, or did you get the money back? I what mean, happened? after about six months, I got the money back. Oh, jeez. It's almost like that technology is flawed. Maybe yeah, we, we should we do something better than do that. What do you want from me? <laughs> Jeffrey says, my jizz horn camps. He's the Mm. senior hurler. My tool of the week is all the people acting like Deshaun Watson is a victim. He's not a victim. He's a terrible person. Hashtag not my guy. With arms wide open. With arms wide open, says my guys. It's called cabbage. My tool is bone for using an analogy to rip Bryson DeChambeau's bad analogy and making all of our brains hurt. It's like a mouse driving a car, and the car is a Tesla. The Tesla needs a charge, but there's only a 9-volt battery from a smoke detector, GTH. I get it. My stuff's not for everybody. It's all right. Just take it. Your stuff's not for me either. Yeah, I know. Lucky Van Spronston says, My tool of the week is Timmy, Man, and T-Bone for not knowing that Kiss... Kiss? ...put blood into the ink of their comic book published by Marvel Comics in 1977. I did not know that. When were we talking about this? I don't, uh, I know we talked about, we talked, we said something about blood the other day. I don't remember. We definitely were having a bodily fluids discussion, and I can't remember what else came of that, but yeah, that's right. Okay, I did I'm not know that, I'm going to make a comic book with know. Jizz Horncamp. Mm. Paul says, my guys. Brandon Jones. My tool of the week is myself for not getting the $200 box. I thought I was going to be busy last Monday, ended up doing literally nothing I also purchased two of your red T-shirts in different sizes because I'm a fluctuating fat now, ass. Now, that is a planner. Good job, Paul. Sorry you didn't get to come out to the event. Chet Hanks says, my guys. My tool of the week is Rutger for embarrassing the Big Ten once again by selling their season tickets at Costco. Mm. On the other hand, maybe this is the future to keep ticket prices low. Either way, hashtag gth hashtag you're lucky to be here here's what i know if we ever had the member system that we proposed earlier in the week rutger tickets no matter how cheap they are at costco would still be half off for a member swing pin says my guys who is your daddy and what does he do my tool of the week is anyone who cheered about watson only getting a six-game suspension at worst he's a sexual predator at best he is a creep and massageanist get it ah yeah they can all hashtag gth Good job, swing pen. Byron guy says, my guys. My tool of the week is T-Bone. I went to Giant Eagle today to buy your beer, and they looked at me like I was an incompetent moron. Thanks, Bone. Well, why am I getting that? Because we told people to go no, and get it. No, but why just me? I you told know, them too. I don't know. Yeah. And it's not our fault. There was well, a no, problem no, no. with I... the stocking and the UPC code. I'm fine with being mad at us for this telling people, getting their hopes up, and it didn't happen. I get it. We're the voice of that. I was half of the voice, not the whole voice. You were the other half. All right. Next week, next Monday or Tuesday, at your local Giant Eagle, they will have it. I'll be sure to go. Meat Sweats says, my Michelin men. You got them all hot. My tool of the week is bone for getting me excited for a new beer tonight. What is happening? I was even in the process of sweet-talking the wife to make a one-hour-long round trip for me while I'm at work so I can avoid rush hour. Don't think I'll be able to convince her again. Well, I guess the only These answer people is... people are going to get divorced because they can't drink the beer tonight, Bone. I guess so. It's I guess, all your fault. I guess it just shows that I must be more popular on social media because I tweeted something similar to what you tweeted and everyone saw mine and didn't see yours. That's because so, they can't help but 
like me. I'm just a very oh, likable guy. That's that's right. That's what I think of when you talk about eating people. Uh, Jeff says, my kitties. I like you. You brought me again into the FIFA. My tool of the week is T-Bone for almost dropping the F-bomb yesterday, and his reaction made me laugh so hard I went left to center. You made me be the <laughs> idiot on 270. Don't, don't do that. Thanks. I almost went left to center into the graveyard of former show hosts here. That's what happened to me yesterday. Uh, J.D.'s Mitt says, my guy. Are you trying to keep us out of Del Boca Vista? My tool of the week is the person behind me on the way home from work last night. I was doing the speed limit, and this idiot was riding my tail with brights on. Then they passed me and brake checked me, almost causing a 70-mile-an-hour wreck at 1 a.m. for fun. Tool. Hashtag GTH. Yeah, you can't get... I'm sorry for doing that. I I want (laughs) to... I just want to. I want to point out, if you're out driving past, like I don't know, let's say midnight, then you can't expect every person on the roads to be going 80 miles an hour. Some people are just tired from whatever they've been doing. Hopefully, nothing else. But yeah, if they're keeping it on the straight and narrow and going a little slower, just calmly go around them and get past them as quick as you can. Will says, "My guys, you need a Hummer." My tool of the week is you guys are getting me all excited to start my 40th birthday weekend with your new beer. Then to find out it's only at Giant Eagles far from me. Then it turns out it won't be there till Monday. Must be nice to dangle the carrot and snatch it away. Must be nice. That's right. See, thanks for thanks for working like, in a few good like words there. Cor- corporate sends an email to us. Yep. It's like, oh yeah, well, no, no harm, no foul. Won't be there till Monday. It's like, yeah, no harm for foul for you, huh? No. Because you, you idiots didn't have to go on the radio and tell people to plan their weekend around this beer. We promoted it. We talked about it. And, and it's, you know what, by the way. I take all the tools of the week. My problem with all the way this has gone down is we we just wanted you to have our beer. That's it. If we didn't tell you, that would also be bad, right? Because you barely want it. Buy it, don't buy it. I don't care. Yeah. Bub says, tool of the week is Ric Flair for having another match. We all know his last match was WrestleMania 24 versus Shawn Michaels. The newest last match was hard to watch. Let the woo! and our memories of you in your prime cutting and strutting retire for good. That's right. Bruce Pearl says, oh. my guys. Hello. Is it me you're looking for? My tool of the week is me for eating way too much El Vaquero last night and then deciding it was a great idea to go on a four-mile walk. Nothing oh. like margarita oh. and queso sloshing around in your stomach for hours. This morning on the John, it didn't feel much better. Well, at least you weren't like Spielman, who had to go crap in the woods and then wiped himself with poison oak. <laughs> I forgot all about that. Oh, that's a horrible... Oh, God, that's so terrible. Uh, yeah, pleasure. Uh, you go. Monday. <laughs> pleasure sauce, says my guys. Hello? What's that? Joe Paterno? Hello? My go. tool of the week is the low-flying dirt squirrel who promised crushable ale at the Giant Eagle and couldn't pull it off. Man, people are pissed at us. I know. I was going to enjoy it while watching Corgi Racing (laughs) on the Ocho. Hashtag GTH. Yeah. That dog won't hunt. Literally. Uh, Ninja Lock says, my guy. Tool of the week is common, man. I am now a Twitter twat just to interact with the show. My first tweet ever was, would you rather and common man would rather not have read my tweet. 
If I thought that one... F- no, what? I thought of that one for oh, months. I thought of that one for months. I didn't read his, his tweet yesterday. I, I, get, I get a lot of tweets, Ninja Lock. That one's tough. I'm though. very sorry, but I read te, your tweet poorly today. Te, te, te he? Te, what? That's a tough one. I'll, I'll handle it. It's the. Who? Don't worry about it. Why? We landed on the moon. <laughs> Dumb and dumber. <laughs> idiot. Learn how to read. <laughs> Done with you. We got summer reading programs everywhere for people like you. Go get one. Go get a free pizza and learn how to read a book. Uh. <laughs> Pick a winner. <laughs> I'm going to go with... Where did the tweet go? I had it. It's, hang on. I'll find it. Uh, Paul, who, who wanted to buy our box and then decided he was going to be too busy, didn't buy it, bought two shirts anyway. Pauly two shirts wins today. Go to hell. Paul gets a $50 Buffalo Wings hmm? Buffalo Wild Wings gift card. Hmm. You've had two pair of gloves this entire time? <laughs> yeah. We're in the Rockies. This is what we're doing. I'd say you've had too much of our beer, but you can't you obviously get the beer. haven't because you can't, you can't get, get it. it. <laughs> Definitely not. Well, I, I have some at my desk, actually. How do you know I haven't been nipping on it today? Yep. 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 Put some uh, cough medicine in it, too. Grandpa's cough medicine? <laughs> Pull over. It's a cardigan. Thanks for noticing, Timmy Hall. The favorite thing Timmy's ever done is where he yells cardigan at me, and I'm like, what am I supposed to do with that on a show? He's like, oh, I meant pullover. I screwed up the line. <laughs> yeah, you did. I don't know what to do with it when you just yell cardigan at me. <laughs> it's a pullover, but thanks for asking. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, and he hates it because you have to. You can't unzip it all the way. All right, back page coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident still being worked on on Wilson Road at Fisher Road. Please be careful as traffic continues to build in that area. You'll also find some slowdowns on I-70 downtown split eastbound between the 71-315 West Split and Livingston Avenue. This traffic report is sponsored by Piranis Hockey World. Got some old hockey gear you've been looking to get rid of? Sideline Swap will be on hand the last two days of the Piranis Hockey World annual summer sale event in Westerville, August 4th to the 14th to purchase your lightly used sports gear. Don't miss it. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Buckeye Show coming up at the top of the hour. The fine host of the Buckeye Show, your friend and mine, Timmy Hull. Hello, oh, Timmy. you guys. Happy Friday, Bone Man. Hey, Timmy. You still an idiot? You still are. Oh, we're no, still, you're, we're still, still you're still doing this. You're still an idiot. We? Apparently well, so. Before the show, there was a big argument here at the radio station. Mm. And as we're known to do, it's a stupid argument mm. about nothing. Mm-hmm. Or in this case, about how Timmy doesn't like cliff bars. And this has aggravated bone. Well, let's back up because what happened was we actually started off like most things We're in life. We're on a level playing field. We found right? that we had a lot yeah. more in common than we did different from each other. <laughs> and then we focused on the minute differences and that has caused a schism 
and a fracture. A chasm? Yeah, now it's a yeah. chasm. Now it's a Grand Canyon as far as now I'm concerned. Now we're gone. Now and we in, hate and each when other. I'm hiking the Grand Canyon, I would be eating a delicious cliff bar, and you apparently would be vomiting it all over the trail. I don't you know, know what's going on. Well, you know what? Next time there's a good rock movie coming out, I'm not calling you. You can take your cliff bars and do what you want to do. So I see. I, I came in. Because I've been going on and on and on about how the wife, and with the rising food costs and everything, she still feels the need to buy these natural, just souped up granola bars. You take a walk down that granola bar aisle now. It is a long way from just the, what are they, the Chewy bars? The Chewies. old I still get it. I still get the Chewies. Yeah, Quaker Chewy. Quaker yeah. Chewies. And then they got the Chewy Dips with the yeah. chocolate dips. Delicious. Give those to a four-year-old. Throw that in the backseat. See what turns up from that, by the way. But Right. There's like there's like 17 million kinds of granola, and the more to the right you go, you could you could spend 16 dollars on a box of these damn things. So I found a brand that was in like a, the five to six dollar range, Kodiak. It's got a nice grizzly. Yeah, bear I, I on remember the front. when they made Chew back Pretty in the good. day. That was one of my favorite. Rusty Wallace used to have uh, them on their car. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. A little chew on yeah. there. That's great. Some so we tobacco-y. both we both found out we love those, and I know yeah, I, was, they, I was lamenting how they're way better than the crappy Cliff Bars, and then, <laughs> and then, you then I nuts love. on them. But T Bone's reaction too was like you had called his mom a whore. I love Cliff Bars. I don't you know who don't like Cliff Bars. Well, it was just like when you because you didn't say it like you know personally. I've never really enjoyed them. You just said it like a lot better than those. I mean, you got to be basically homeless before you need a Cliff Bar. And I'm well, like, no, whoa, hey, hold no, on a second. I, mean, I didn't know. I didn't know Cliff Bars were so hated. I had no idea. I don't understand how someone likes a Cliff Bar. I just yes. thought it's something that there you, you eat because hey, I'm out here hiking. I got my staff and I got my my boots laced up. I'm hitting the trails. <laughs> staff? Are you Moses? <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Don't Let eat a cliff bar. Go. You shall not pass. That's the different. That's not Moses. That's Gandalf. That's Gandalf. Different <laughs> book. Gandolfini. Still, still devoted. Gandolfini. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> He's a wizard mobster. Hey, you got the Gabagucci. Come over here, talk about it. Uh, Nobody let go of show ends. Hey, Ian McKellen chatting with James Gandolfini. <laughs> so now I have to watch the show. <laughs> stupid. Why are you talking like that? How did <laughs> SNL not do <laughs> Gandolfini? Right, you yeah. are not a real wizard. Oh, Lord. Anyway. Oh, boy. So anyway, Cliff well, here's, Bars. Here's, I, th- I thought people just ate those because, yeah, yeah it's healthy. It's, it's no. packaged in a little rappy thingy. I'm going to take Take it out, put it in my hip pouch. Yeah. It's take soft a four and mile chewy. hike and then eat the hate eat this thing. Oh, I got my protein in me now. <laughs> Why do you want to eat like a piece of wood? I mean, I agree that the 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 stiff granola bars yeah. with all the crumblies, those are fine. But a chewy granola bar is delicious. It's like a no-bake oatmeal cookie. Those are all oh, those are awesome. That's not good. What are you talking about? Oatmeal no, no bakes are fantastic. No, no bake. Is oh. another word for cookie that sucks. Oh, a cookie that's good is baked, and it's got lots of sugar and flour. It's it's good. You know, it's what? been baked. I was going to ask Mike to settle that and tell me if an oatmeal no bake is any good. But you I'm know just, what? I'm just I don't care. I don't care because I don't care who likes them. They're delicious. And Cliff Bars, I hope you hate them because there's more for me. More for you. Yeah. Hope you have the money to. Well, you do. <laughs> Must be nice. <laughs> be able to afford all these Cliff Bars. I knew I was waiting for these beers. It. What is coming up? We don't. We don't buy the beers. We just make the beers. Oh, you you got yours for free? I I did not know that. 
I was paying, so that's that will change. <laughs> What's coming up on the Buckeyes show? Coming up tonight, uh, our friend Pat Murphy for some beers and Buckeyes, more camp observations, day two, lots of talking about the running back room tonight, Power 5. I'm doing burgers in the Power 5 again. Not in town, national burgers, best I've ever had. Fast food or fast cash. And Are you going to do your top five, but it's really going to be seven, like all your other top fives? Yeah, that, what? A tie for third? Yes, that's correct. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Idiot. Buckeye Show, top of the hour. Back page. Let's do it. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone. Well, man, this is some uh, good news. The Great Barrier Reef in Australia has for years been losing the cover of the coral that, you know, the reef is like the part that the coral makes. The coral are the active living organisms that cover Mm. the reef throughout parts of the year. And so that those numbers have been declining. The coral reef has been uh, bleached. It has been losing its color. Just very bad. Not a good sign for bleached. Mother Earth. Yeah, this is That's all done. These are things, right? So they have a Bleaching. UNESCO. This is a UNESCO World Heritage listed site. So they have done everything they can to try to make it better and bring it back. <laughs> now, what? The good news is... Tim, stop looking at me, you idiot. Two-thirds of the coral reef is now... Covered in coral on the Great Barrier Reef. This is the highest number they've seen in 36 years. Let them live. Good stuff. Are you he's all like right over there? He's just—he's mouthing bad words to me. I know. Yeah, I see him over there, and it's great. And uh, I gotta tell you, shenanigans for your own show. This is a professional show that we're trying <laughs> to do here, right? This is the only That's time right. I get. <laughs> what are you talking about? You can't do a whole segment on how Jizz Horn Camp was almost a Buckeye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You never know. He's got. Oh, I think boy. he's got some eligibility left. He's going past the NCAA level. That's right. You need to stop off here. Buckeye shows up next. Have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some delays to watch out for. You'll find traffic is slow on 71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. Traffic is still backed up in that area, and an accident has cleared from Wilson Road at Fisher Road, but traffic is still slow as it recovers. This traffic report is sponsored by Dairy Queen. DQ presents how to experience a new DQ Reese's Take 5 Blizzard. First, see and smell the Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, Caramel, Peanuts, and Pretzels, and finally taste it. The new Reese's Take 5 Blizzard, DQ Happy Tastes Good. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. From the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit LindsayHonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus, the fan. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC.